that there is a there's something on the line, Dubs, between Chunks and your girlfriend. I you want to go ahead and put her name, Krista? Yeah. So Chunks and Krista are playing in a one-on-one game. It was kind of set up because George Mason University was taking on Michigan State in the first round. And George Mason University did win. And so they uh, are moving on. Mm-hmm. And actually, they're in the Sweet 16. But then it came to our attention, and all this is on the podcasting, on iTunes or on the hideout page on RuralRadio.fm. Kind of a whole long backstory, but essentially what ended up happening is my chick cleaned out Chunks' computer and found a rant about Tommy Bateman. It was kind of a diary entry slash rant slash um, really, really hardcore angry. Scathing is a good way to put it. Now, we were just talking to Jack back in the office, and he goes, I'm very reluctant to believe stuff they hear on the radio, but last night was just oozing uncomfortability. Yeah, mostly. If that's, I, I don't. He didn't use that word. I don't even know if that's a word. I was, yeah, He's actually, smarter than me. Actually, he did say oozing. Yeah, he did say oozing. I was saying... Uh, a master of adjectives, that Jack is. Yeah. I was uh, just sitting back uh, in this booth the whole time this was going on, just going, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And I just looked on the weather thing, and I did it again. Oh, no. All right, it's only a slight chance of rain. Hmm. Not that big a deal. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. But for some reason, it has to be p.m. showers. It it'll can't be, be a.m. It'll be fine. Not worried about it. No rain. Don't even worry about it. How many times have I been outside shooting free throws or playing basketball in the rain? Happens constantly. So that I'm not too concerned about. Um, but here's what I am concerned about. Chunks's thank you. <laughs> of course, uh, needed the blind melon. Chunks's life. Gone for p.m. Don. Because. <laughs> Here's what's going down. In that letter, or anger rant, mm-hmm. about Tommy, it was revealed that, I, I threw out a couple of phrases, self-absorbed, as an adjective to, de- adjective to describe Tommy, and the other one was a phrase, probably blanked one. And it was used in a way of meaning being with a guy. Yeah. So it's really uncomfortable. Now, here's what's at stake. Chunks and Krista will play one-on-one basketball. Yes, they will. 221. Rules are set up as you make a shot, then you get to shoot free throws. You know, if you miss your 21st point, then you go back down to, I believe, it's 15. Mm -hmm. Chunks um, cannot play in the lane because he is playing a woman. It is co-ed rules? Co-ed rules. All right. And if there is any hard, flagrant fouls against her, it will get red. Exactly. All right, Chunks. How was it last night for you and Tommy uh, at your apartment? Uh, I'm assuming bad. We didn't really say anything. Saw a couple of my things like strewn about. But... I heard that you didn't sleep very much. Uh, not really. Uh, it's pretty much just scared because I figured if I fell asleep, it's like Nightmare on Elm Street. If I fall asleep, then the uh, crazy serial killer is going to come and stab me. Oh, now me. you're calling him a crazy serial killer. No, I didn't mean it like that. I just, it was an analogy. Have, let me ask you this. And by the way, all this is on the podcasting, so you can get caught up on mm-hmm. it. Um, have you been practicing basketball? Because you, 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 essentially you need to be able to make outside shots to beat Krista. 
I've had and didn't Krista play basketball in high school? Yes, yeah, she did. Okay, so she's not a hack. Yeah, she's not terrible. And I think she went to go practice tonight, even though she is a little under the weather, so that is working for you, Chunks. Now, but um, she did go practice tonight. Am I allowed to get rebounds? I just have to take them back outside? Like yeah, outside. yeah, yeah, you can go get rebounds. Of course. Yeah, I'm not gonna, yeah. you just can't post her up. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. You can't go down there Barkley or Shaq style and throw around your big fat ass and throw an elbows. We kind of got to even the playing field. You need to play a little bit more like a guard gotcha. or a Dirk Nowitzki. Hmm. You can't be Dwight Howard out there. What gives? Does he have to take the ball back? Like once he gets the rebounds, does he have to? Oh take yeah, both of them. You have to, okay, you have to okay. check it back. Oh, all right, you got to check it. There are no three pointers because we you know we don't actually have a court. We have a basketball hoop from played against sports. Now, if you lose to Krista, then you we will read this letter in its radio friendly entirety on Friday night during the open door policy. Okay. Yeah. And not only will we read it, but you will stand face-to-face with Tommy Bateman as I read it aloud. Oh, God. The uncensored version will be posted on hideoutheretics.net for everyone to look at and for Tommy to constantly go back and uh, reread. Mm-hmm. In addition, if somehow you win, okay, then we have set up the seven quests for chunks. So if you win, your second quest will be during the open door. And you will have to accomplish that. If somehow you can accomplish all seven tasks. And they will not be impossible. No, they're definitely doable. I mean, if you can't beat a girl in basketball, you have issues. Um, then uh, then you, uh, you get back the copy of what you wrote. By the way, it was entitled, the document, Tommy is an Ass. Yeah, we, got, we, went out, we no. don't have to keep re- repeating. Well, just for those who didn't get a chance to tune in at the very, you know. Do you mind if I ask Tommy how he's feeling 24 hours later after this has all come out? Because he was livid yesterday. How's the trash can that he kicked 17 times? <laughs> Dented. Tommy, how are you? It's in a shelter. Okay, Tommy, you'd rather not talk right now, apparently. He got he was okay toward the end of the show last night. Yeah. And I think us just kind of bringing it all back up. Has got him back. Uh, I know I mentioned it today. Uh, on I am, and all I all I got from him was shut up. All right, never mind, Tommy. We won't bring it up. <laughs> My bad. I, you just do whatever you need to do. All right, here's the other thing. I'm just gonna say this mm-hmm. because I'm getting people wondering. Uh, there's a big story out there that we can't comment on. Nope. And no matter how many times you I am us. Or email is saying, come on, are you real radio? <laughs> it's You're not going to bait us. Trust me, I have a, a myriad of thoughts that I would love to convey. But it's not going to happen yet. All right? Someday. Oh, please. Just wait. What is it they always tell you? Um, it's always, be patient. Patience is a virtue. Yeah. Uh, great things are worth waiting for. And it is worth waiting for. We will be able to get into everything that we have uh, not been able to get into in the past at some point in time. But there are reasons. So. Mm-hmm. And there are valid reasons. We are angry because of this. Exactly. So let's take a break. There's a greater good at hand. All right, I got this note. Bateman has been practicing shooting 
chunks of severed head into a trash compactor. With what? I think I had a lettuce. So he gets a head of lettuce that weighs With some about steel wool bottom <laughs> at the top, and he just gets finds a nice trash compactor and tosses it in there. Two points, good. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get the show started. Why don't you get wanted to get you caught up on that? We'll give away more slots for the free throw shooting contest. Again, an all inclusive trip to the Final Four, and we'll also get you qualifications for that. HD TV 52 inch Mitsubishi projection television that we have for you. That'll happen after the Hideout Headlines game show. But first things first, we need at least three players. Three players for the Hideout Headlines game show. Fantastic prizes on the line, including a pair of tickets to see the Orlando Predators versus the Chicago Rush Sunday, April 2nd. Ticket information, OrlandoPredators.com or 407. 44 Preds, plus you can also pick up on a slot in the free throw shooting contest if you would like. So we'll take a break, we'll come back, we need at least three players now in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, time for the Hideout Headlines Game Show, brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Beautiful 2,500 top grain leather sofas starting at 599. Wholesale Furniture Market, over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture, 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Castleberry, next to the Sam's Club. Hit them up at 407-332-1314. You heard the headlines during the Phillips file. Now we turn them into prizes. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, Mo. All right, here we go. Uh, there are six categories. As you heard, they could be true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. To be a winner, you need to get two out of three. We'll start off with Jake and Orlando. You ready, Jake? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, world, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange. Which category would you like to start with? Let's go with entertainment. All right, here's entertainment. For Jake from Chunks. Entertainment is fill in the blank. A judge in Nashville, Tennessee, has banned the sale of which 1994 Biggie Smalls album? <laughs> Ready to die. Yep, absolutely. Wow. Good job, Jake. Hold on. Uh, you will get your second chance. Give me the info on this. Well, I guess they said they sampled uh, a part, uh, part of Ohio players singing in the morning, and he's totally banned it. There's no word as to whether they'll even be able to play it on radio or not, but that album's not allowed for sale down there at all. They say it's copyright infringement. Okay, but that happens all the time. A lot of times you just end up paying the group Mm-hmm. That you sampled. I remember, the, was it the Verve? The Bittersweet Symphony was sampled. It was a huge hit for theirs, but they ended up sampling a little known Stones song. Yeah. And all the money they made off of that, they ended up giving to the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Well, for whatever reason, this judge, Todd Campbell, has imposed a ban not only the sales of the album, like in physical stores, but like in all forms. So uh, where is it? They're like online or something like that it's in, in Nashville. It's in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, I have the question sitting here right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Happy? And uh, he uh, it, he has band written down here, right? <laughs> oh. Here's how it's spelled. B-A-N-D-E-D. Yeah, well. Banded. <laughs> I misspelled it, but I said it correctly. A judge in Nashville has banded the sale of which 1994 Biggie Smalls album. Ah, uh, is that our contestant? Is he back? For some reason, he dropped off. 
He got to get two out of three. Is that him? Uh, 407-916-1041, Did he end up abandoning any other uh, albums? Well, I wrote it down, but I didn't say it that way. So. <laughs> right, what happened back there, Tommy? Apparently he took his info down because he thought he won. <clears throat> Gibbs, do you listen to the show? All right, well, give, make him a He's, winner. All right. All right, he, that guy's an automatic winner because Fathead is a moron. All right, let's go over to uh, Jack, you in Orlando. All right, Jack, you're next up. Ladies first, you ready? Yep. World, national, local sports, or uh, strange news? Which category would you like to go with? Sports. Sports. Again, right. got to get two out of three correct. Not for you, Jackie, but for that moron phone screener we have. <laughs> All right, here's sports. All right, sports is uh, true or false. Alfonso Soriano refused to take the field during a Washington National spring training game on Monday night because he didn't want to play outfield. Is that true or false? True or false, Jackie? True. Absolutely is true. It Good came... job. Hold on, Jackie. <laughs> um, we'll came be right down, back with came you. down to game time, and uh, everyone, including the spectators, are looking in the field, and they're short one player because Alfonso Soriano wouldn't play outfield. He used to play short uh, second base. Now, what he, we... was, he was a second baseman for the Texas Rangers. Got traded to the Nationals. He's a great player. Yeah. He's a decent second baseman, but I guess the Nationals have a stud second baseman, and they wanted to move him to the outfield. He doesn't want to play outfield. Mainly, here's the big reason he doesn't want to play outfield. Outfielders, like as far as you know, uh, production-wise, he stacks up middle of the range, but he would be the top producer for second baseman. So, because of that, he wants to get paid as the top second baseman and not a middle-of-the-pack outfielder. That's what this is all about. So, what? he didn't take the field, right, Chunks? No. What's the next step? Is he going to be banded? Uh, if he got a cut, he'd get a banded aid. If he keeps refusing to play, the team's going to put him on the disqualified list. They say it's a breach of his contract for refusing to play. Yeah. Uh, all yeah. right, Jackie, good job on that one. Which category next? World, national, local, or strange? National. Right, here's National. You get this one right, you uh, you end up taking home a prize. National's multiple choice. A lawyer representing eight gay couples argued in court today to try to convince which state to change its gay marriage stance. Is it A, New York, B, Massachusetts, D, Rhode Island, or D, Connecticut? C, Rhode Island, or D, Connecticut? You said D twice, you moron. I know you like D, but keep it together. <laughs> Massachusetts. Massachusetts? Yep. <laughs> It's Connecticut. Um, I guess that they have the civil union thing, but these this, these gay couples are saying that that's not enough because you still don't get benefits for like Medicare and Medicaid. And the state is arguing, hey, uh, marriage isn't a privilege. You know what I mean? It's it's not a right that's guaranteed to you. So that's their argument for it. All right, Jackie. Here is your last question: World, local, or strange news? Which category? Local. All right, here we go. All right, local is true or false. Deborah Lafave, the teacher who was accused of having sex with a 14-year-old student, was found guilty today and given 10 years in jail. True or false? False. Oops. No, that is false. Yep, absolutely false. You're a winner. Hold on, Jackie. Congratulations, sweetie. Prosecutors dropped the charges. They said that uh, that she offered a, a plea bargain, but the uh, victim would have to testify, and I guess the victim is... Too paranoid of testifying, so they dropped the charges. Why would you p- be paranoid of testifying? Afraid you're going to get a Woody in front of all those people. 
thinking back to all those days. It's like, geez, I banged a hot chick. No, no, when, oh. you're, when you're 14, aren't you afraid of those things, being in court? No, you know, he's probably already testified to all his buddies. Yeah. You know, over and over and over again. Pinky swore in. Wow, that, that happened during the act. <laughs> yeah, I, um... <laughs> what a shocker. <laughs> I, I was stunned. <laughs> now, so what's next for her then? She's you know? uh, free, she's, right? She's done, man. Nothing. She's dating. <laughs> I'm she's not guilty sure of stealing that. my hot. Yeah, man. But she said she's, she's got hot. like bipolar, so she's working on fixing whatever. That even makes it more hot. You know, yeah. whatever. Who doesn't have that? Who doesn't have mood swings? Yeah, who isn't up and down? We aren't robots in this world. Just because you have bad moods and good moods doesn't mean you're bipolar. Uh, let's move on to Kevin. Bang a 14 year old doesn't mean you're bipolar. What? It means you're a human being. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. All right, here we're gonna Needs go. You got spare time. We're gonna go one and done on these so that we can get uh, more winners. All right, Kevin in Orlando, world or strange? World. All right, here's world for Kevin. World is fill in the blank. Which communist country announced that they had the ability to launch a nuke at the U.S. and they have every right to make a preemptive attack if need be? Oh Jesus. Yeah. What communist uh, country? Russia. I don't think they're communists anymore. Communists in a long time. No, it's North Korea. I guess they said that uh, for some reason they think we're going to attack them. <laughs> I don't know they, why. They, they have the ability. It couldn't be that Axis of Evil label, is it? <laughs> we don't have a track record. But I guess the U.S. is planning uh, some some army drills with South Korea, and that's what they're really worried about. And they said they have no problem. The U.S. shouldn't be the only ones that have the ability to launch a nuke anywhere in the country. They yes, want. we should. Yeah, that's our right, God-given right. Mm-hmm. So, and they're uh, giving us a warning: join them, or uh, the consequences might not be good. What do you oh, mean, I join them? You know, support I, them like we support India. I think that I heard that before. Going to hire us. them for Dell? You're either with us or against us. I think that's what you're saying. Hmm. So basically, he's just taking the Bush talking points, yet for some reason, he looks like a maniac and our president, does, president doesn't. Oh, you know, he, our president does. Don't. No, I'm... That was yeah. sarcasm. I think the funniest thing... Look at this picture they chose of uh, this uh, North Korean leader. Now, how do you say his name? Jim Kong Yil? Kim Jong Yil? Now, he's that, not... Now, let me look, look at this guy. This is a guy I want to party with. Now, he's not a... He, they aren't a part of, like, uh... The UN or anything. Look at him. He's got a nice fade. He looks like Max Headroom. Sunglasses. No chin. So sorry. He's he's the only leader in the free world who refuses to uh, button his top two buttons on his shirt. <laughs> Just showing off that uh, hairless chest of his. <laughs> kind of like that 14-year-old. Go for the Hasselhoff look. <laughs> you telling me he doesn't know how to party? Okay, so this guy's a maniac because he's talking preemptive strikes. Either you're with us or against us. Yeah. And yet our quote-unquote fearless leader is strong. Yeah. Oh, boy. Wake up, America. Uh, Sam in Orlando, you are left with Strange. If you get this right, you're a winner, okay? Okay. All right, All right Sam. Go. Strange is multiple choice. A woman in Florida is suing Taco Bell four years after an incident claiming what? A, they gave her incorrect chains. B, <laughs> She got burned by the breadstick sauce. C, she was given the wrong meal. Or D, the clerk didn't tell her to have a nice day. Oh, boy. Um, let's go with B. Yeah, absolutely. They have breadstick sauce? <laughs> yeah. 
I guess. At Taco Bell? Hold guess, on, you're a winner, Sam. Congratulations. I guess so, and it's piping hot. And apparently, she had quite top. <laughs> you you still have to answer that question. Is it, is it one of those where it's Taco Bell and Pizza Hut together or yes, something? It's a Taco Bell Pizza Hut. And why didn't you say Pizza Hut? Well, because it was Taco, Taco Bell Company. Owns it. They you have one of, together, and uh, you have one of those in Fowlerville. <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, I still would have said, you know, Taco Bell Pizza. Where are those in Northern Virginia? I can't tell you how many times I stopped off in Fowlerville just to go to that Pizza Hut Taco Bell combo on my way from Ann Arbor to Lansing. You know what? It got even better in uh, Fowlerville because uh, after a while we got an A and W, which is delicious. <laughs> Look at you guys living high in the hog. Mm-hmm. Doug and Altamont, you're in the hideout. What's up, Doug? Doug. Douglas. Dougie Doug. Dougie Fresh. Right, he wanted to know <laughs> if the teacher gets to keep her license. Lafave or whatever her name is. Well, uh, Teaching all, license? I mean, I would doubt it. I would say yes because she wasn't found guilty. You can't really continue to... Okay, hold on a second. Some This is a title. Slap Chunks. He needs to do his research. Lafave. Lafave, we'll just call her is under house arrest in Tampa. The charges were dropped or in another county. How many underage guys is she having sex with? I, th- I think it was the same kid, but she just traveled. <laughs> She's like a salesman. And did it in another county? That's, that's her briefcase. She's a 14-year-old boy. I hold that underneath her arm. Chunks does it. Why can't he? <laughs> State prosecutors. It doesn't say county prosecutors. Well, that's what Anonymous says. I wonder what the handle is. Oh. Stop. <laughs> Why? Why take it there? Has a lock. You have to put the key in. <laughs> All right, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. What would I like to? <laughs> Admin Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Adam? How are you guys doing? Uh, just let you know, those aren't just in Fowlerville. They have Pizza Hut and Taco Bells down here all over the place. I, I, now, I know here's one of my favorites down here, right off of Lee Road. It's the uh, Taco Bell Long John Silver combination. That one, that one is fantastic. You know what? I don't know how long John Silver stays in business because I've you, never Adam. eaten at one, and I've never talked to anybody who's eaten at one like regularly. Oh, I love. Oh, it. yeah, really? hush puppies. I uh, here's what I here's what you usually get. But you look like it is true. animal. <laughs> you do basset hound. Oh shoot, hush more though. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Seriously, I love it. Uh, I'll go back in the office. <laughs> but what you need to write a a little word document for me? That's true. You go typing. I hate dogs. <laughs> Chunks getting pissed. <laughs> but here's the funny thing about that, uh, J Dubs. Yes. You get the fish and chicken combo with mm-hmm. the fries over at Long John Silver. Now it's incredibly fattening. And you literally put on three pounds afterwards because of all the sodium and water that you hold. <laughs> but it's worth it. You just you get the whole platter and you get a whole bottle of ketchup and pour it over all of it, almost making a stew. So, and, sometimes you eat the little crumbs first, uh, uh, of the, of the, like the chicken and the you, fish. You never eat the crumbs first. You always leave that for last. Give it a little spoon, <laughs> and it's like a little red cereal for you. I've been missing out. Oh, dude. You I've got... never been to one. Go, They close at 10. Go get some. Send somebody out to get yourself some Long John. Mm. It's fantastic. Rob, you're in the hideout. What's up, Rob? Uh, not too much, guys. What you got, buddy? I just wanted to say that she had traveled and I believe had sex in a park. 
I'm not sure if it was a public park or when it actually happened, but yeah, the charges that were dropped were at that point. All right, and so but the, there are other charges pending. Well, no, the other charges that have already been settled, they accepted her plea, and they thought that they were going to accept that same plea by that other judge mm-hmm. in that county, but because he wanted it to go to trial, they just the prosecutors dropped the charges completely huh. in that county. But she's already on house arrest in uh-huh. that first county. All right, cool. Thank you, man. I wonder what she's doing in her house arrest. Like, what's keeping her busy? <laughs> Yearbooks? Just thumbing through those, finding new uh, click material. Her batch material's the Wonder Years. <laughs> oh, Winnie. No, she's not interested in Winnie. She's a Kevin Arnold chick. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah, Tuesday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, we only have four more spots left in the free throw shooting contest. Wow. Well, here's the thing, because we're going to give away... 22 on the air, and then save 10 for the people who show up on Thursday night. So we'll give out the rest of those four over the next couple of days. Okay? Again, that all-inclusive trip to the Final Four. Um, I should check this out. So after last night's show, I'm on this whole new workout regimen. I'm a little bit hungrier. And uh, I tend to eat after the show. Mm-hmm. So I had my chick put a call-in order to Hooters and uh, get 20 samurai, um, breadless, you know, or naked, I guess they call them. And so I stop by and I pick it up and I take it over there. So the 20, it came out to like 1390 mm-hmm. and I get it. And then I'm stuck in this awkward situation right there at the Hooters to go because every time I... I I will frequent that Hooters a lot, and they kind of know me a little bit already. As I talked about in Whose Weekend Was It, I got recognized by one of the waitresses while I was out and about, which is scary. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, she's, I gave her a 20, and there she gave me back, I guess it was six ones mm-hmm. and a dime. The stripper treatment. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm thinking, oh, man. I always take that as it's not a five and a and a one. It's six ones. That's the subtle, hey, why don't you tip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm thinking to myself, okay, my chick calls in the order. Mm-hmm. I'm picking it up. They made the food. Yes. Do I have to tip? Yes. Why? You have to look at it like this. For one... Uh, when you're a waitress, you make lower wages. So, uh, and when you are going walking into a, an establishment where you know uh, the score going into it, that this is a place where you tip, no matter if you are doing takeout or if it's you know uh, you're dining in, you got to tip. Maybe not as much as you would when you're sitting down, but like two or three bucks. All right, that to me seems it just seems wrong. I'm not tipping when I go to. McDonald's. No, because that's a place where the uh, the wages are set for people who uh, don't need tips. Well, they I'm sure they need it, but uh, they, they aren't required to uh, make their living off tips. All right, 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Here's the thing. I left a dollar and the dime. Ooh. Always take the dime back. I mean, it, it seems kind of... Uh, what? 
You, you, you never leave, like, change unless... Why not? Open. It's currency. <laughs> but it, it, it is it, currency. How do you not leave? It seems insulting. No, it's... it's what? Like, I'm leaving you, you money, so that's insulting. I mean, would you leave a penny, too, like if it was a 101? I just, I just left the change and the dollar bill. And so then I'm thinking, all right, I've tipped. How stupid is this? Now I'm thinking, did I tip enough? Mm-hmm. Because I left a buck ten on a thirteen ninety takeout order. And here's the other thing where it happens, too. So I, uh, I like to, after a workout, I go get a smoothie. Okay? Uh, Planet Smoothie, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there, and the guy makes my smoothie, and they have the tip jar out. Now, the tip jar does upset me at times when it's at a place where it's not a normal tipping place. And it doesn't seem to me that the, uh, the corporate area has anything to do with that tip jar because it's written on with a Sharpie. No, exactly. It's, just a, it's a foam cup with a Sharpie that says tips and little doodles around it. So and then, it pisses me off every time. So then at that one, I'm like, the smoothie's already costing me five fifty. Yeah, for a smoothie, for a drink, it's and kind it, of expensive. And that one, you hand them a 10, it's like you're getting back four ones and 50 cents. Mm-hmm. Do I just drop in the 50 or do I get and throw in a buck 50? At those places... Screw them. Another place that it happens, and by the way, I love all of these establishments, and it doesn't keep me from going there, but it makes me think. Another place that I just love is Moe's mm-hmm. over here, uh, right over here in the complex by Publix. I got a free um, burrito because I go there so often. <laughs> so I'm starting on my Yellow card. I'm starting on my new card. Good. I love that place. Bracker. I got four I blocked us- off right now. Yeah, I usually get the Joey. Um, chicken, black beans, rice, a little bit of lettuce, that's it. No chips. No cheese? No cheese. Oh, I have them stack the cheese on. I go extra cheese oh, and extra about, salsa. I'm not talking about you. Hmm. So I I'm go blue. there, and here's the, here's the funny thing about there. So sometimes I won't have any cash. I'll pay with my debit card. Mm-hmm. So then they give me back, i got to sign the receipt. And it has that tip area. It I has hate the t- that. It has a tip area. And I'm thinking, you know what I do on that one? Even though they made it in front of me, X, 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 and then just the amount and sign it. Now, is it stupid that when I when I do that, I just leave it wide open? Do you think they could fill it out and uh, screw me over? All right, now, how about this, too? Now I'm thinking about this. Subway I go to a lot. Do well, they do that, too? They'll have a tip jar. Yep. All right, now I th- those are the places I don't understand. Hooters definitely tip when you go there. Why because, Hooters and not Moe's? Because they get paid more than half less than the people at Moe's. The greedy bastards. I right, hold on. All right, let's talk to ladies first in the hideout. Lisa in Orlando. What do you have, Lisa? Hey, how are you? All right. I'm confused to be honest, but other than that, well, it's kind of confusing. But this is the thing: if you go to a restaurant and you order to go food, uh huh. Then you're actually that person has to still bag it up, put all the sauces in it, do whatnot to it to get it ready for your actual. What, what kind of whatnot though? Here, no, hold on. <laughs> Here's what's funny about this. Here's what's funny about this, Lisa. It's I hate whatnot. She she had the styrofoam there for the wings they ordered, mm-hmm. and she didn't have any of that. She goes, "Would you like a bag?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and throwing so some of the wet naps. 
That's kind of weird. I'm just, I'm a restaurant manager and we have curbside service and mm-hmm. of course they bring it out to your car. Most people do tip, mm-hmm. but they don't realize you're doing the same work if the person walks in the restaurant as well. It's like almost more work for the server to do that because when you're sitting down in the restaurant and somebody's, you know, yeah, you have to you have to go completely away from your section. Now, right. Here's the other thing. So. Too. Well, they have someone working the to go. I do agree. If someone is going to do a curbside, then I'll absolutely tip them. Like if I go to Sonic and they bring mm-hmm. out my food, I have no problem tipping then. And I'm. It's not like I'm a cheap guy. In fact, more often than not, and thank you, Lisa, I will over tip. Mm-hmm. I always over tip. I'll do my best. I mean, there are times when it's like you know when it's a twenty dollar bill. I'll throw down ten more, like at least seven more. I'm not yeah. going to do fifty percent, but I'll throw down six or seven. If I get extraordinary service, I will throw down fifty percent. Yeah, there have been times I've gone above and beyond. All right, let's take a break and come back. All right, people have some uh, some advice on what to do. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I know, dude, bite your tongue, bite your tongue. Mirror, mirror on the- <laughs> Don't even. It's so, it's just not yet. Not, not yet. I understand. Um, it's the hideout on a Tuesday night. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I'm looking at a picture of the, uh, of the, uh, the teacher again. Mm-hmm. You know what the hottest part about her is? Hmm. Those eyes. The crazy eyes? Yeah, the crazy bright blue eyes. All right, let me ask you this. You're talking about tipping on takeout. Mm-hmm. Because it happened to me at Hooters, and I felt obligated to leave money, even though I don't feel like I should have to. Mm-hmm. When you order a pizza and pick it up yourself, do you leave a tip? Yes. I do personally, because I worked in a pizza place. Most people don't, and I I don't think you have to there, because the the only people there that are doing that and uh, have anything to do with it are the people being paid at a higher rate. What do you say, Chunks? What do you say, Chunks? Well, I think uh, you're definitely making a mistake by not tipping. You said you go there a lot, too, right? right? That is the biggest reason why I left the $1.10 that I did. Well, here's the thing. Let's say you call in, you make your order. With the waitress, if they're smart, they'll tell you it's going to take 10 minutes longer to make than it actually does. Because when a cook gets that order, they will see the little to-go marker on it. And they put that immediately to the end of their mind because they're worried about the people that are eating eating there first. The waitress has to go back there and nag them continuously or they will not make the food. That's how it works in most restaurants. Their tables get pissed because it's usually a bartender and they want more beers, they want napkins, they want stuff like that. And the waitress is thinking, I'm wasting all of this time for this guy who's not going to tip me. And they just get very dissuaded. And they I, can't tell you that. They can't say, hey, thanks a lot for screwing up the rest of my tips, you a-hole. All right. Waterboy says you tip the waiters because they're getting you, uh, you're getting their services. Mm-hmm. But when you order out, you don't leave a tip because it's just sitting there waiting for you. All right, let's go to Paul in Orlando. What do you got, Paul? Well, I, I think it's actually a two-sided thing. Um, one of the things just with the Hooter ladies, they're actually paid a higher rate if they're working behind the bar. That is true, and sh- that is, you know what, I remember that, because we, uh, our buddy, uh, dated a few Hooters waitresses, and it was always a big deal if they got to work behind the bar, because usually they got better money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're getting the, they're getting the uh, money just from their hourly rate, you know, at a higher rate, plus, you know, I think they're doing tip-out from the waitresses, so they're getting, you know, basically three times the amount of money. So, I mean, if she's offering you great service when you walk in there for a to-go order, yeah, maybe you should tip her, but... 
just walking in there picking up, you know, 20 wings and leaving. I don't think so. All right. Now, Thank you, Paul. Now, you may be happy to know that they do tip out the uh, the cooks as well. So the cooks will get some of the money that you left. This thing, if you keep going back there, they're going to recognize you. Oh, and, and I'm very recognizable as it is. I know they tend to. They'll recognize your phone number or anything. They won't nag the cooks to get your food out. And you'll it'll get to a point where you'll go in and say, hey, is that food ready? Like, yeah, 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 a couple more minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll get cold wings. If you tip well, though, everything is better. No, I They'll... agree with it. Here's the thing. I'm not against tipping at uh, all. I just, it's just the takeout tipping that really is bumming me out. You know, if you were going to one place one time, I would say don't worry about it. But a place that you go over and over again and you plan on doing this again, tip well and uh, it'll go so far for you. Here's the other thing, too, and I know you guys have probably never even thought of this. Matt, maybe you have, but you're cheap as it is. As a minority, I also tend to over tip because I don't like to play into any stereotype preconceived notions yeah i have i mean i when when we went to the ale house afterwards uh the bowling alley uh my bill was 213 because all i got was a spray (laughs) and i just gave her a five and just said take it you know i don't i don't tip well because of any you know preconceived notions of myself i tip i tip well because it's in my jeans (laughs) it's true that's why i do it they do class you like matt would be known as a canadian like Wait, th- that's what black people are, are classified. They're what Canadians? What yeah, does what? that even mean? That's the code word that you can use when you're talking about, you know, like, hey, the Canadians at that table, they didn't tip me well. That's what? the code word you use. Super I had colored. I had no idea. Ask. I guarantee the phones will start lighting up. People. That's what they. That's what they call black people. The now world. the uh, the uh, Canadian. Pizza, yep. The pizza place I worked at called Black People uh, Pineapples. Because, because the code for pineapple on because you only use one letter on the on the uh, list for each uh, each different topping, pineapples in. Stop. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! You don't know about this kind of stuff. I have no. I had no idea. You should watch that black white show. Now I understand. <laughs> I've got a TV and I haven't watched it yet. Now I understand why you're always calling Matt pineapple. Yeah. Well. He's sweet, too. Vicky and Castleberry, you're in the hideout. What's up, Vicky? Offering me Sprite. Hey, I'm a waitress, and the, as far as I know, and I've been one for 20-some-odd years, mm-hmm. the rule of thumb is if you go in a restaurant where they serve tables as well as takeout, the girls are only getting two-something an mm-hmm. hour, and to set up the to-go order is a big deal. Uh, you got to set it all up, give them, make sure they've got everything they need, bag it all up for them. It takes extra time, and it takes darn near as much time as it does to serve a table. And, you know, as you go by the table or you, you know, because that's all set up for you. Mm -hmm. So, yes, tip is much appreciated in that case. However, however, you know, a place that's just takeout, no. And Mm -hmm. if they have a jar up, I don't care if, if they're, if it's a restaurant, if they have a jar up there that says tips for takeout, mm-hmm. I don't tip them. I think that's tacky. All right. Thank you, Vicky. Here's what we ought to do. Every live gig and appearance from now on for the hideout, tip jar. Yes. And we throw in our own money to make it look like people have tipped before, <laughs> so you feel obligated to tip. Maybe, just like a church, we pass around the plate. <laughs> I like that. You're getting free entertainment. I think we do it and see if it catches on.
Why not? Pay for our subscription to paid radio. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, KX and Maitland, you're in the hideout. What's up, bro? Hey, what's going on, guys? What you got? All right. Uh, first off, for the whole tipping thing, my personal opinion on this is that if you go in anywhere where uh, you have tables and you tip when you sit down, yeah, I'll throw like two, three bucks up when I'm ordering something. I don't care if it's like, you know, if I'm ordering 50 bucks worth of stuff, I'll throw like two, three bucks up. Just something little. Um, second, on a side note, uh, Dubs had mentioned something about when you mentioned uh, you put the dime down with a dollar. Right. Uh, Dubs said something about a penny. Uh-huh. Um, I had an ex-girlfriend that used to put a penny down every time we, we tipped somebody. She said it was some kind of a waiter code or something that, that if you put a penny down, the waiter or waitress knows that you appreciate the service, and I thought it was really. Crap. Yeah. I, I had no idea about always, that one. You know, all the waiters and waitresses I've known have all looked at that as a uh, kind of a slam against them. Well, did I tell you that one time? Oh, we got a break. I got this great story about my mom. I've told her before. Next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs. This is the hideout Real Radio 104.1. We'll wrap up this tipping conversation and then get you qualified for the 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HDTV, the DLP technology brought to you by Texas Instruments. And thank you to CompUSA for giving us that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about the free throw shooting contest. And the big thing that I almost forgot about that Gibbs has to do, and he just kind of reminded me. Otherwise, he would have gotten off clear. It completely had slipped my mind. See, I, I remembered it, so we would have got him one way or another. All right, April and Apopka, ladies first, and then we'll wrap this uh, conversation up. What do you got, April? Well, I just wanted to say, and of course I'm, like, betraying every waiter and waitress, you know, out there by saying it, but Mm. I waitressed my way through college at, you know, a major national chain. And while you should tip waiters and waitresses really good, and if you intend to be a regular at takeout counter, I agree that you should tip them because people that handle your food, if they know you're there all the time, well, not be as careful with it as they could be. Right, no. They know you consistently don't tip. Uh-huh. But don't tip them if you feel sorry because they think they're making two thirteen an hour. Because I know that where I work, if you were working takeout, you got paid like $6 an hour because it was sort of assumed that you weren't going to get the tip. Ah, so, all right, all right. So it's not, I mean, and while, yeah, takeout can be just as busy as, you know, cable service, mm-hmm. you know, for the people that are working it, really, you're only really busy, like, the one peak hour at lunch, and, you know, we were only busy that time, and, you know, a couple, like, two hours at dinner, and where you work your butt off, and, yeah, you should get tips, but most of the time, takeout where I worked was kind of the slack-off job that you really hope you had if you'd gone out partying the night before, you Fantastic, know? Fantastic, April. Thank you, sweetie. I appreciate it. All right. I'm still always going to tip. But it makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, I think in, when they're in that situation, they aren't expecting the tip as much, and it's more <laughs> of a pleasure when you get it. All right. Chunks types to me, I don't even think I could say the letters. There's an F and a C. Ah. I'll just leave it at that, along with a verb. Oh, wait, no, 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 along with, I don't know. Some, I don't know. Follow Christ. Adjective? Yeah. Wow, dude, calm down. EMSTD in D.C. Long time. Uh, no, how you doing, buddy? What do you got? What's up, fellas? Hey, bro. Hey, Hefe. I was just gonna say you should tip. You don't have to, but you should. 
And uh, I wanted to let you guys know I'm down here in Orlando, so I'm listening and I'm spreading the word, man. Oh, fantastic. Well, stop on up Thursday, man. It'd be fantastic. Hey, I have, the... I have one question for you, though. Sure. What happened to no names in the hideout? There are no real names in the hideout. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Hey, we'd love to see you on Thursday, man. Come up for the free throw shooting contest, my All friend. right, guys, I'll come up Thursday. I'll see you all Thursday evening. I tell you what. Uh, hold on. Give him a, a slot in the free throw shooting contest. Talk to him and see if he like or if he just wants to come up and hang out. All right, Gibbs? Give him the option, though. Jimmy the Jew, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hello, Hefe, J-Dubs. How are you boys doing? Long time no talk. Uh, hey, yeah, Jimmy. that's kind of on purpose, so usually we'll screen your phone calls out. Uh, what? Where's that nice boy Corolla at? I, I haven't heard I, him lately. It's actually, I think it's Chunks, not Corolla. Oh, but... I'm straight for my point. Anyways, you should never, ever tip anyone, oh, ever. What the hell? Even a doctor, if they save your life, don't even thank them. What are you talking about? Because Can you thank him? That's not cash. It's wasted income. Stop. You don't understand. What do you mean I don't understand? Enjoy you middays. Should, you could buy something else, a stick of gum with that tip money. All right. All right, you stop. could go to the five and dime store. Okay, thank you. You could, you could right, spend thank a you. fortune there. You could fill your cup. All right. <laughs> What's wrong with him? I, I believe they're streaming live with him on uh, WJFK.com. Stop. Why even do that? There's no need. Hello. Yeah, there is no need for a show. Rafael and Evita, I will say that. What's up, Rafael? Ah, uh, yes, I'm just saying that. We're, it, tipping's out of control. Doug and Leesburg here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you know Doug? that guy worked at uh, 92.7? Uh, go ahead, Doug. What's up, Hello? dude? Yeah, go ahead, my friend. Hey, uh, I believe it should be based on how many people handle your food when it comes to takeout versus uh, being in a restaurant. I explain that. What do you, uh, you expand a little uh, bit? Well, when you're in a restaurant, you've got four people handling your food. You've got a cook, you've got mm-hmm. prep, you've got a waiter, and you've got a busboy. All of them are getting tipped out. So I believe you should be tipping a little bit better to let all of them get something, not just you know chump change. When uh, it comes to going and picking up food, I agree. You know, a dollar ten. For one person dealing with the food, I think that's fair. Yeah, I, and, I, I, I thank you, Doug. I feel a little bit better, man. I appreciate it. But I do think that uh, if you are going there often, it's just a a good uh, idea to always tip well. Well, and that's why I love the tip because I'm at that Hooters a lot. And as I sit there and I think about my life, so I'm always at Hooters, Moe's. Uh, For God's sakes, we spent Christmas at Hooters. Subway. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I, I love, I am not afraid to tip. <laughs> Come on, Chunks, you can't just be typing the F-bomb to me about different callers. I know you're a former waiter, <laughs> probably again, because, uh, soon. Yeah. We after, have our way. After you and Tommy tried to kill each other when this letter gets read that you were about. There won't be any trying. <laughs> it's not even going to be close. You're right. All right, we got to take a break. Well, all right. So what? Do, what do we decide, Dubs? Always tip on takeout. Just it can vary a little bit depending. It can vary a little bit on the uh, on the amount of times you go there, uh, the the amount of work they put into your uh, your to go order, mm-hmm. and uh, never tip on those places where they don't normally serve and do their tip thing. All right. Damn, dude. That's just like, I'm already spending 
on 20 wings. Now I'm going to go ahead and throw down an extra, what, $2? For a chick who literally puts it in the bag and throws in some of those wet naps. Well, those wet naps are worth every penny. True. I love wet naps. Here's what I like. I like to use them for my hands. And then I rub it all on my face and my beard to clean out my beard. Back of your neck, too. It just cools you down. What? <laughs> I love it, man. Those are also good. All right, not to get too graphic, but... Oh, I know where you're going. Those are also good for, let's say you're having sexual intercourse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's say. And you... Or perhaps not even intercourse, but you're with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you are done. And you happen to be done somewhere. Okay, mm-hmm. usually involving a person, you use the wet nap, clean that right up. Now, yeah, not only that, wet naps are a multiple uh, use thing. Uh, when you go to like, uh, I would say, maybe a uh, universal for the day, and you're really hot, and you start getting that paste going, nothing gets rid of the paste better than a wet nap. Right, hold on a second. Say that again, just so that we're clear. When you are walking around all day somewhere hot and, and you get the pace to get dirty. the film, yes, nothing gets rid of it better than a wet nap. Downstairs. Downstairs. Cools it down. It's like a fresh uh, breeze running over. So hold on. Let me get this straight one more time. You'll grab a wet nap. Yes. Walk into one of the mini bathrooms at City Walk. Mm-hmm. Go. And then freshen up? Yes. You don't get dirty? Where do you fre- do you freshen up the... The bacon strip. The twig berries and the bacon strip? Yes. The whole breakfast. <laughs> the sausage link, the two eggs, and the bacon. It's a hideout, real radio, 104.1. Sunny side up. Coming up next on the hideout. Mine are hard-boiled. What's wrong with you? Hmm. What? It happens. All right. Um, Dubs, there's a lot we can get to. There's this really neat thing about odd combinations that I want to talk about. TV couples. You had you went through the TV daytime TV list. Also, yes. the seven types of guys that chicks dig. We'll go through all this. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Lansing's Rock Station. John Rock. John Rock and Rogo hanging out with you. It's got to be the cue. Hit the post, baby. Nice. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. What about easy music radio was? Mm-hmm. Last time I was in Michigan, I called up our old rock station, requested a song. Hey, congratulations to John Alfred of Kissimmee. He's qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi HDTV, pla- uh, HDTV projection. Um, there we got the DLP technology. Another qualification coming up at 9.15 and 10.15. Music radio. I did. I called John Rock and Rogo up over, uh, when I was up there for a weekend. And, or, and uh, he uh, he played my song, and I felt very honored. This is for J-Dubs. What song was it? Uh, I, I just told him to play something that I like, and he played Manson. By the way, that's the only request you'll ever get is if your friend is a DJ. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's all fake. It's not real. Um, a guy, I guess he hung up, but Phil and I four had a question as to why we're not on XM. Simulcast. We'd love to be. That damn switch. 
<sighs> Two words, Phil Henry. That's it. And we haven't really... Ang- it's, uh, it's not really his fault. No, I mean, you know. We haven't really angled for it, too. We've mm-hmm. never really asked to say, hey, let's just keep it going. You know, Monsters, Phelps File. Put Shannon back on there. Yeah. We already have a pretty neat little following, thanks to some XM listeners, from Opie and Anthony and, of course, our buddies Ron and Fez. People will check in on realradio.fm. Uh, I agree, though. There's no reason why the hideout shouldn't be on 152. We were on for 45 minutes, and people were ecstatic. What? That call comes in constantly. Like, why aren't why aren't you guys on XM? When are you guys going to be on XM? I thought you guys were on XM all the time, like multiple times a day. No but comment. I'll tell you what. I'm not going to lie. There have been meetings. Yeah. What? And the meetings have gone well. Smooth. Mm-hmm. You were in on a mat? Yeah. Of course he was. Lobster. That's what I told lunch the co- meetings. Are- Lobster. That's what I told the callers. I was like, there's Rob meetings, Lobster? guys. There's meetings. Going back to the old Q days with Rob Lobster? I don't know who that is. I'm lost. <laughs> Rob Schaefer. Oh. He used to go by the name Rob Lobster. Hey, real fast, we found out one of our program directors is in the hospital. Yes. Chili Walker, who we absolutely love. When we were over at 92 on the Edge. He had a heart virus. I, mean, I, I guess his lungs filled up. With all this liquid. He was, like, completely filled with fluid. It was mm-hmm. an odd thing. They had to drain him. And I... I <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was really... I don't know. I guess he was uh, uh, bloated or... But I don't know how you tell with chili. I don't he mean, is a big guy. I don't mean to be mean, but he got so mad at us when we'd make fun of him over his weight. He was very touchy about it. And, uh, yeah, he got more bloated than he already is and ended up in the hospital. You're going to feel bad if he dies tonight. I am not being mean. <laughs> I'm being honest. It's a big man. Now, There's we nothing w- wrong with that. We would have called him on the radio tonight, except for Dubs was supposed to write down his hospital phone number twice. twice and our, I kept on forgetting. From our buddy Lefty, and he just closed out on his instant message mm-hmm. and didn't write the number down. And now I'm too ashamed to write back and ask for it again. What is a heart virus? Like, how does your heart get a virus? How is it just in your heart and not anywhere else in your body? I don't know. I guess it just something got attached to the heart. And But how does it make it to the heart? I don't think it's real. I think he's stunting. <laughs> nice radio stunt. We need to get a hold of him. Get to the heart of the matter. I've never heard of a heart virus. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, just thought, was... I just thought, like, your body would get a viral infection, but I didn't know it would attack something specifically. And that's always odd, too, with, like, someone you really know and a real good buddy of yours. One of the very few good people in radio gets sick. And you and you start thinking about your own mortality. Man, maybe I should be better. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be such an ass. <laughs> I only have so much time on this earth. Mm-hmm. Like, because have you ever thought about that? Like, one day you're feeling fantastic. Yep. Then the next day you wake up, something's a little off. You're like... What's going on here? Uh, Heart virus. Two weeks later, you're like, man, I can't shake this. I'm feeling really weird. I'm going to go to the doctor. Yeah, you have a virus in your heart. Or you've got cancer. And you're just like, well, two weeks ago, it was fine. How does this happen? It's so odd, the delicate balance your body holds. It's like a car, you know, and everything's running fine. And for some reason... You didn't get the recall. You didn't know uh, that this was going to go wrong on your car, and you end up burning up. It, it, everything is like that. You know, if you if you just notice how 
odd it is that uh, that the world doesn't get knocked off of its its uh, course and we all go flying uh, somewhere. That that just kind of it just weirds me out how one day your body is fine, you're just okay, and then the next day. All of a sudden, the cancer starts growing. Mm-hmm. Or when does it start growing? When does the cancer say, "Hey, now's the time"? I'm gonna go ahead and flip this switch on, or what starts it? Yeah, I always wonder if this cigarette is the cancer cigarette, the cigarette that's gonna push me over the edge. Right? I'm, re- I'm, go- I'm doing fine right now. You reach the cancer tipping point. Yeah, or it, it comes down to one hit, maybe. Or if I didn't take that hit, but we've stopped right before that hit. And it's different because you think, okay, AIDS, you did something. Or something happened to get that, you know? Or any other communicable disease, I guess. But when it's just something in your body where the hardwiring goes wrong, Mm -hmm. and you're just thinking, how did this happen? Yesterday I was working out and everything was fantastic. Today I got ass cancer. You know? I still like that. (laughs) No, you can't. That's what I I don't think you can. Why? I don't know. I'm just saying. What do you have? Hmm. I don't have it. But who knows? I could. You could. Oh, I could. I don't know. In I seven wiped, years. I should have wiped better. In That's s- what you're thinking. Maybe that would have helped. <laughs> we'll use some towelettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I should have used the towelettes over at Universal. Now, uh, now it's all soaked in and spreading. Maybe bottles really don't go there. <laughs> oh, they do, my friend. It's just such an odd, you know, like a koozie for Hot Wheels cars. <laughs> right, <laughs> keeping it cold. I say hot. Or you got some coffee? You need yeah. to warm up. Can you imagine? <laughs> Hold on a second. Just give me about three minutes. It'll be it'll be piping Pipe. hot. Piping. Okay. <laughs> I'm boiling an egg. <laughs> give me three minutes. Boiling an egg. <laughs> if only. <laughs> Opening a beer with it. Clench. Push. <laughs> it's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. It is a Tuesday night in the Hideout. Coming up Thursday, our free throw shooting contest. Mm hmm. Um, 32 slots. The winner of the contest bracket style tournament, thanks to CompUSA, goes to the final four in Indianapolis. Airfare, hotel accommodations, tickets to the games, $500 in spending cash. That's got to be one of the coolest trips ever. It is. I think it's the coolest prize maybe we've ever given out. I would say so. I mean, it's definitely one of the biggest sporting events of the year. It's something that everybody watches and everybody gets into. Unless, unless the 52-inch Mitsubishi HD TV projection DLP uh, television that we're getting people qualified for. You know, the cool thing about it, we cover the people who want to uh, stay at home and watch yeah. and people who like to go live. That's fair enough, man. Hey! <laughs> Christ! <laughs> So how you doing? I'm standing up in here. <laughs> I, my foot uh, fell. <laughs> hey, so check this out. And I want everybody to think about this, okay? Mm-hmm. What kind of guy are you? Because apparently there are seven types of dudes that chicks cannot resist. That's what I am. I'm a dude. 
That's your classification. Yes, I am. I I'm not king, dude. But I'm part of Dude Nation. You're a peasant, dude. Mm -hmm. I like to go through these, and then we'll figure out who's what. Okay. All right? All right, first there's the romantic guy. He's one of these classic romance dudes, always bringing around flowers, chocolates, candles. Often calls her to let her know that he's thinking about her. I call that date rapist. <laughs> I call it stalker, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. The romantic guy. Are those roofies kicking in yet? Now, I guess the chicks dig this one because they like to feel appreciated. Mm -hmm. And um, it just kind of shows that he's always thinking about her. So that one's kind of a selfish one. Yeah. Would anyone in here in the hideout classify themselves as the romantic guy? I would say Chunks would be the most likely to be. Yeah. If he were. Yes. If he had a chick, I think he would act like that. Just thinking about you. Yeah, the poetry he writes in the fat mm -hmm. man. Oh, that's true. Okay, I can maybe see. But here's the thing. Here's though. a lilac. Don't you have to get someone before you can be? No, I think you still fall into that category if that's how you would act in a relationship. And yeah. he uh, he has acted like that before. Remember when he uh, he brought a bunch of roses to a chick that he paid for her plane ticket, yeah. and uh, the girl never showed up on the plane. But he had a bunch of roses. That's right. And he bought the plane ticket to see her. Mm-hmm. Thinking about you. I would love to see you. You're my everything. <laughs> Funny, when he writes stuff, it just makes people hate him more. Mm-hmm. Sad. Rightly so. All right, 407 so I think he should be banded. There's a romantic guy. <laughs> the second one is the confident guy. He's totally secure and sure of himself, assertive in public, gives off an aura of power and control, That's but not me. but not cocky. In a relationship, he doesn't get jealous of other men, doesn't feel threatened by his girlfriend's male friends or coworkers. Chicks dig him because they like confident guys. Consider this: if you're great, she'll probably be influenced to think the same, or if I, you think you're great. I think that uh, I fit most of that. I have no problem with who my chick hangs out with. Unless they send her pictures. Of course. If they if they send schlong shots, I'm going to uh, get a little upset. That's to be expected. Not so confident. <laughs> All right, who in here? <laughs> That's not you. It's not even Matt. close to being you, Matt. Maybe. Matt's number four. Hmm. Uh, well, stay tuned for that one. Um, Is Tommy that guy? Here's the thing. Tommy would be that guy, except he's jealous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Should I be? I don't know. Should you? I mean... What does that mean? You're a poon hound. I think you're up to something. I'm going to kill that bitch. <laughs> I don't Good. think... Yeah, I don't think that Tommy is that guy, though. He no, could, I know which one I am. I'll he, tell you when it comes up. All right. I, I think... Here's what's funny. Out of this list, I think we all think we're the same one. <laughs> but we'll get to it. All right? So, so far, romantic guy, confident guy. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, let's see here. Number three, the artistic guy. Um, no, autistic. <laughs> uh, he can shoot great threes. <laughs> he can score twenty points in three minutes. He's great because he gets to meet the president. He loves Spon elsewhere. Spontaneous, lives for the moment. Often use creativity to woo her. Like about a song or a painting or something. All right, the 
Chicks like this one because they like to feel unique and special. Um, they also feel like, hey, I could be his muse, his source of inspiration. They're always intrigued by his creative mind Ugh. and the way that he incorporates her into his I uh, hate that guy. Heart. Yeah. That guy's a puss. Mm-hmm. That guy's a femme. I think it's Gibbs. I think that's... Yeah, I can see him writing a... Uh, a drum solo. I'll write her a beat. <laughs> a Tiffany And beat. play it on my chest. Where you're number two. <laughs> All right, so Gibbs is maybe the artistic guy. Mm-hmm. Again, artistic, autistic, with that fat-headed bastard, whatever. It's all the same. Always looks like lightning's flashing in front of him. Can't use his hands properly. <laughs> it's wrong with you. It's so awful. All right. Pencil just dragging down a paper. <laughs> Why can't I do it? Everybody else can. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. The foreign guy is number four. The seven types of guys women can't resist. Basically because of the fact that he's different, uniquely charming, um, maybe has a cute accent or a different way of seeing the world. That's Matt. What? Right. I hate it. <laughs> it's terrible. It's hard to get me. Now, now I, I, try, I try to tap into this side by listening to Foreigner. That doesn't count. By the way, Doug. Do you like a little taste of the overseas action? Here's Foreigner. Now, you don't have to be foreign. Maybe if you're well-traveled, speak languages, you can pull mm-hmm. this off. Really, this is because, you know, chicks dig this guy because there's just something really diff- different about him. And they want to uh, go through what he's gone through maybe in the future with him. There's a sense of adventure there. Right. Now, here's the funny thing. Could you go to England and be the foreigner? Yeah. Definitely. Or maybe you go to France or something, Japan, and there now all of a sudden you're the foreigner, and chicks are digging you. But why do that when foreigner can come to you? Hit it, Graham. All right, number five on this list is the free spirit, a.k.a. the bad boy. He might ride a motorcycle, might skip work on the last minute, take her on a road trip. This guy doesn't worry about consequences. He's I know unemployed. That guy. He's unemployed. Um, why is he irresistible? Every woman wants a bit of a rebel. Carefree attitude, hopes that will rub off on her. <laughs> he will, too. <laughs> I don't know why women would dig uh, the free spirit... Bad boy. Now, it's funny because on one hand, bad boy, you could think biker. But then on the other hand, you could also think like a hippie kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Just two people at different extremes. But the same, they fit the same category. Yeah. No rules, bro. <laughs> no rules, bro. All right, here we go. I'll skip six because I think that's the one that we all think we are. Number seven, the considerate guy. Hmm. Yeah, not me. Holds the car door open, pulls out her chair, foots the bill for dinner. Oh. I want to uh. just call this one the doormat. Yeah. I did chunks. the first two. I call it the chunks. I, this one, I think, is chunks more than the other one. Yeah. This one's chunks more than the romantic guy. He tries to be the romantic guy, but ends up being the puss considerate guy. Let me tell you this story about chunks real fast. 
So I decided uh, during bowling, mm-hmm. I was like, go oh, give me a Bacardi and Diet. You're always drinking these. I'll try them. And I'm like, here, buy one for you. Um, You know, and you just buy, buy yourself one. It doesn't make some money. So I buy him the first one. He then buys me five more after that. Like, somehow... He's indebted to you? And so he buys me five... Like, literally, I have him halfway through mine, and mm-hmm. he's a drunkard as it is. He's already finished his, so we just go ahead and get two more, and here's another one for you, Hefe. He takes it down in one gulp. That's dirty. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry for the positives thinking, do I have to dump that? <laughs> He's generally sensitive. All right. Why is he so irresistible to chicks? He isn't. (laughs) It really is a fine balance for this one. Uh, It's usually, once a woman has gone through her share of bad guys, rude guys, not calling her bad guys, she'll likely reevaluate her priorities, lower her standards, and go out with the considerate guy. Chunks! Yeah. When you're like, okay, I can hold on to this one. He's not going to cheat on me. 407-916-1041, 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. Those are six of the seven types of guys women can't resist. I'll give it our prize if people can guess the seventh of the seventh and the one that we all think we are here in the Hideout. 407 you know what, Gibbs? If they want to, they can have a spot in the free throw shooting contest if they can get it. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the hideouts. Real Radio 104.1. Dubs are talking about the seven types of guys women can't resist. We're giving out a prize that people can name the seven of the seventh of the seven. The six I've gone through. The romantic guy, the confident guy, the artistic guy, the foreign guy, the free spirit guy, the considerate guy. I think the last one is the one that most of us here in the hideout think, think we've fallen to. Yeah. Let's go to Kevin in Claremont here in the hideout. What do you got, Kevin? Hey, I think it's the skilled lover. Uh, the skilled no- lover is not the seventh. And we aren't that narcissistic. That's just cool. That's potential. me. He got it. <laughs> that Tommy is. Jeremy in Altamont, what do you have? I'm going to say the... Uh... The manly man, the tough guy. All right, a manly man is not it. Although I think that would probably... Well, some people would think maybe the free spirit, the bad boy. Yeah. I'll go to Rachel in Mount Dora. What do you got, Rachel? Uh, the funny guy. That is it. That is the seventh of the seven, the quote-unquote intelligent-slash-witty guy. She is a winner. Hold on, Rachel. Thinks he's too... Uh... Smart and funny for his own good. Rob in Palm Bay, you also were a winner, so hold on. We'll get both of you prizes because you guys were up at the same time. But Rachel, because the ladies first thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Dubs, here's this one. See if this isn't us to a T. He instigates conversations that are intellectually stimulating, and listens to what she has to say in response. Ooh, no. Uh-uh. He makes that her, knocks me out right there. <laughs> yeah. He makes her laugh with his clever sense of humor and has an uncanny ability to make politics interesting. 
He can shoot the breeze with her for hours, and it will never be boring. Yeah. All right, it's not you guys. It's me. Yeah, it's none of us, because we don't like politics, and I can't talk for hours. And uh, it's never... And I'm, not, I'm never trying to make her laugh. I'm trying to make me laugh. Well, yeah, and I make so I do cry. pee jokes. Listen, this is so... <laughs> I, not to be narcissistic, but this is so me, because here's what it says, why he's so irresistible. As time goes on, your hairline may recede, and your buff body may soften, <laughs> but you can't keep her interested. You've won half the battle. Now, don't don't take this the wrong way, Hefe. I was walking behind you to go to the bathroom, and the only thing I could get out of my, could be thinking in my head was uh, Hawk from the Legion of Doom. <laughs> I, we already know that I'm balding. I don't know. I think I think of the U as the shape. <laughs> I mean, it's clear. I'm sorry. I just don't that, be, That's what was uh, in my head, and why I'm just be trying. So, why be sorry if I cared that much? I'd shave it. Um. He. What's the other thing? An intellectual collection is a big oh, part. What a rush! What a rush! Of what sustains the relationship. If you can show her what you've got, then uh, she'll be hooked pretty quickly. So, so I'm that one, and you guys aren't. No, I'd say I'm more uh, free spirit. No, I would say more number two, confident guy. That I could see that one. Yeah, Dubs, I could see you're the confident guy because you don't get jealous and. I, I wish there was the I don't give a damn guy because that'd be me. <laughs> I think I'm I more... hope you cheat so I have something to hold over your head, guy. Hold on, Matt. <laughs> Tommy, which one are you? Uh, I think I'm the witty, intelligent one, minus the politics thing. I could see you. I, I think you could be that one, too. Mm-hmm. Gibbs, you are the autistic guy. Artistic. Chunks is the considerate doormat guy. <laughs> Matt, which one of these seven, romantic, confident, artistic, foreign, free spirit, intelligent, witty, considerate, which one of those are you? I think I'm more of a combination of six and seven, the intelligent doormat guy. And the considerate guy? What? Because I can be considerate. Here's the thing. It's just that it it is so fake, though. You aren't actually considerate. You're you're trying to be someone you aren't so you can get laid. And? Here is the problem, Matt. You are none of these. And that's why you're a 21-year-old virgin, because you fall nowhere into these categories. I think you got to pick one. Yeah, if you pick one and just go with it, I think you'll get light. Now, here's the beast. Not number eight. <laughs> and it says, word of caution, don't take any of these character types to the extreme or try to be someone you're not. It'll be way too obvious. Because I think these kind of come naturally. You can't particularly learn these things. This is just kind of who you are shaped over time. What the hell am I then? Nothing. Nobody. Oh, well, you are Damn. a shape. <laughs> you know what you are? The beast. <laughs> yeah, if you, uh, you need to find a girl in the bestiality. I need to go pillage. Here's what you need to do. You need to shoot for the intelligent, witty guy. Because right. that's the one I think you're closest to. <laughs> the pro- but, but the problem. That, you can't be angry guy with that. Exactly. You can't be asswipe. A-hole guy. I'm not angry no, all the time. shut up. You are. <laughs> You have a horrible attitude. All right, now my chick brings up a good point, chatting with her on the IM. And just throw this out here real fast. What about the types of women? And I was like, well, name different types of women. Like, what do you like best? So here are a few that she's throwing out there. Feminist? No. 
Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Gold digger, obviously uh, not. Hey. Digger. <laughs> For a few <laughs> hours. <laughs> Insecure. Yeah. Yeah. Notice all these are kind of mm-hmm. negative. Well, it's a woman. I, elusive, angry woman, a.k.a. the bitch. Mm. No. Punching. The mysterious type. I kind of like that. That's I don't annoying. like mis- mysterious type. Can you know can be cool at first, but you kind of I'll, it's like lost. You get annoyed with it after a while because you just can't bite f- your tongue. It out. So How just dare tell you? me. The desperate type. Yeah, who doesn't like that? Hey, that <laughs> swim man is a hot movie. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> the tease or the controlling types. That is so funny. Or the intelligent. Oh, that's so funny that the woman. Wrote down, and they're just all kind of negative, like about mm-hmm. women. When you think about it, well, women hate each other. Yeah, she's not a big fan of women. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, exactly. Most women don't like other women. Good looks at him that three way you were talking about yesterday. Damn it, I'm still trying to work that angle. What uh, is she saying? I don't know. Maybe. Why not? Actually, that's just what I'm saying. <laughs> Basically, no. Um. So there it is, Dubs. The seven types of guys that women can't resist. I actually feel pretty good that I made it on that seven. They've never really had problems getting, like, cool, hot chicks. But, Matt, you got work, dude. Here, you know what? Here's what I'm going to hand this to you. All right? You need to study that, and you need to study number six. All right. You need to be the intelligent, witty guy, because you can be. You're already fat. You're already balding. Just like, <laughs> just like, just like me. Yeah, exactly. In, instead of, of going home and uh, studying your number two, get rid of the. Well, that can also be fun. It smelled like spaghetti. <laughs> Please tell me you had some. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yes, and thank you to Carrie. Yeah, good girl. Uh, I wish I would have had some. I know. I gave up red meat for the month. I had so many bacon cheeseburgers. Uh. <laughs> hey, real fast. Uh, just kind of off topic, and then we'll get to our game show. Funny, I'm going to almost say funnier. I, which is funnier? I'll throw it out there real fast. Daily Show or Colbert Report? I enjoy the Colbert Report much more. I will not. Uh, I will uh, make time to watch the Colbert Report, but I won't for Daily Show anymore. And here's the thing. I love the Daily Show, and I'm not going to st- I, I, I think it's fantastic, and it's one of the smartest shows on television. If not the smartest and funniest, almost. But the Colbert Report is just on another level right now. Yeah, well, you were very nervous about it at first. You thought it was going to be the uh, Stephen Colbert like uh, just shtick the whole time, which he does have a shtick going. But it is so funny and so the you interviews know... are the best. I saw the one I guess I DVR'd from last week with him and Al Franken, mm-hmm. and they're the best when it's. I watched that one. It's the best when it's someone who kind of. Knows how to run with the bit, and it is just a fantastic show. I like it better when they don't know it's a bit at first, and it takes them a few minutes to figure it out. Papa Bear, Big O'Reilly, yeah, Bill O'Reilly. Uh, what's your problem with Papa Bear? Right, it is just it's fantastic. And here's the thing: I hate American Dad because it's kind of the spoof Republican, you know, here it is, mm-hmm. like version of Family Guy. Because I'm like, we're living that in real life. But for some reason, the Colbert Report does that, and it's still, like, hilarious. Because he's mocking, like, uh, right-wing journalists and right. how, like, just crazy stupid they are. I wonder if Bill O'Reilly or or he, Han, uh, Hannity or Limbaugh or any of these guys 
watch the Colbert Report, Brett Hume, and just realize, oh my God, this guy has nailed me. He looks like an ass. This is what I look like. This is my career. Bill O'Reilly, like right when Colbert came on the air, uh, Bill O'Reilly, like a week after it happened, came on uh, the Daily Show and mentioned, uh, "I heard there was some French guy after you that was that's uh, making fun of me." No, he had to know it was a bit. He has to know. He's not that dense. That, well, it was the first week it was out. He might have been at that point. Oh my! But anyway, if you haven't seen it, here's the thing. You should do nothing but listen to the radio from 7 to 11. At 11, Daily Show, 11.30, Colbert Report, you'll be a better American for it. Trust me, you just will. Uh, here's and that's a- the word. <laughs> that's so good. Although here's the only thing I've noted about, uh, about Colbert. Mm-hmm. Just like anybody, but more than people you see on television, because you and I are awful speakers. Yeah. And so we'll slur words. He slurs. He slurs and stutters. Yeah. A couple of times. Yeah, he will. Which makes me like him more because mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, he's a. Uh... He's still putting on a good show, even though he can't speak like us. It's it's worse when he's reading something that's like the word where it's kind of mm-hmm. on television or it's there, and you see him slip up on it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, dude. And I also I, love his. Here's what it is. Oh, dude, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. And he, he, you can tell he's just pissed off at himself when he does it, too. Just like us. Stay tuned for the game. Yeah, really. <laughs> I was going to say, stay tuned for Matt Hour trying to read. What's tonight's game show? Not starring. How many questions do we have? We have 15. Okay, 15. Let's go five players. Sure. All right, we need at least five players. you got to get two out of three correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. 407-916-1041, Throw out the first question. All right. Steve Buscemi screen tested for the role of Bruce Banner in Hulk. True, true or false? True or false? 407-916-1041, I think we're only down to three spots to give away for the free throw shooting contest. So if you'd like one of these, you can call now for the Hide Outdoor Prize Blowout and be a winner. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, J-Dubs. Top of the Hideout door prize blowout. All kinds of prizes to give away, including spaces in the free throw shooting contest going on this Thursday here at the Clear Channel Compound for the all-inclusive trip to the Final Four that we're giving out for the winner of the contest. Uh, the details are on the Hideout page on RealRadio.fm. All right, so here we go. Explain the game uh, for me, Matt Albert. All right, I'm going to give you a question. It's going to be about a, a star, a celebrity that was offered a role or maybe wasn't offered a role. Your, you know, I guess, thing is to do. <laughs> I have no idea. Good it's to say either true or false or pick the right answer out of the multiple choice. Quite the word Smith there. Yeah. Uh, I just basically the idea of the game. You yeah. know, I understand how game shows work, but uh, thank you. That's why I'm not the smart, intelligent guy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, Got to get two out of three correct to be a winner, J-Dubs. We'll start off with Josh in Orlando. You ready, Josh? Yeah. Hide Outdoor Prize Blowout. Stay tuned after this. We'll get you qualified for that TV. All right, here we go, Josh. The first question by Matt Albert. All right. True or false, Steve Buscemi screen tested for the role of Bruce Banner in Hulk. True. Which one's Bruce Banner? Is that the Hulk that's, guy? That's the Hulk as a uh, scientist. Yeah. I oh, think he would have wow. worked well at that. 
See, I think he's too kid toucherish. Who got and it? Yeah, I think he's too creepy. Eric Bana. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't see Buscemi as the Hulk. I, I definitely do. I I think I I picture the Hulk scientist guy as kind of creepy. You know, uh, you know, kind of experimenting stuff he shouldn't be. And if he wasn't smart enough to experiment with uh, molecules and stuff, he'd be experimenting with children. What the hell? All right, Josh, here's your second one. Okay, true or false. Chuck Norris turned down the part of John Kreese, Cobra Kai Sensei in The Karate Kid. True. You're a winner. Hold on. So that was originally for Chuck Norris? Yeah. Everything is for Chuck Norris. Yes. Here's the thing, though. Even female roles. I think the guy that they had cast in that was perfect. perfect. Yeah. I, I Sometimes these, these work out for the better. Chuck... Comes off as kind of a uh, a nice guy. He's yeah. a hero. Yeah, he's not the bad guy, the no mercy. What else was that guy in? Nothing. Yeah. Let me see. No, he was in something else. Yeah. I know he was. Chuck the- Norris is a bad guy in Return of the Dragon. I never saw that. Well, <laughs> you should see all of Chuck's work. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Don't it's make him angry. Body. He's seen all of yours. We'll go to Jason in Orlando. <laughs> You're next up. You ready, Jason? Yeah, I am. All right, here we go. Got to get two out of three correct to be a winner and not starring on Real Radio. Okay, which of these comedians was considered for the role of ins- of Inspector Clouseau in the remake of The Pink Panther? A. Chris Tucker, B. Chevy Chase, C. Martin Lawrence, or D. Martin Short? Martin Short. Oh, dude, you didn't... Uh... Uh, okay, thank you. It's A. Chris Tucker. Yeah, you didn't mark any of these. As... Chris Tucker? Yeah. I would have thought Martin Short. I'm with you on that one, Jason. Okay. Yeah. Um, and instead it was Steve Martin, right? Right. No, it's Chris yeah. Tucker. No, yeah, but Steve was, Martin yeah, took Steve the role. Yeah, Steve Martin got it. Okay, here we go, Jason. Here's your second one. Your second chance. True or false, Matthew Modine was actually the lead candidate to be Ethan Hunt in the action flick Mission Impossible. I'll say false. Yeah, I couldn't right. see that one at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't, okay. You made that one up? Yeah. Okay. Do you yeah. want... Do you want to go through uh, uh, the body of work that the guy, the Cobra Kai guy, went through? Let's do it after the game show. Okay. we got people on hold. <laughs> Very impressive. Yes. He's right. still working. Jason, all right, here you go. Here's your uh, third question. Get this one right. You're a winner. Great. All right. True or false? Bad Boys was originally conceived of as a uh, starring vehicle for Dana Carvey and John Lovitz. False. <laughs> Exactly, that's true. Oh my god, alright, I'm sorry, Jason. Dana Carvey and John Lovitz. <laughs> I, I wish, can't imagine. I wish they had gone with the original. <laughs> so it, probably, it wouldn't have been an action, it would have been a goofy comedy. Right, it probably would have had some action, but not as much. Are you kidding? Those guys are badasses. Shut the hell up. You do not talk to me like that. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. I chase it. Uh, actually, See? Chris is coming around. Chris in Orlando, you're next up and not starring a uh, hideout door prize blowout on Road Radio. Are you ready, Chris? Ready to go. All right, here we go. Which Wayne's brother was set to play Robin in the movie Batman Returns? You have to uh, name A, Keenan Ivy Wayans, B, Damon Wayans, C, Marlon Wayans, or D, Sean Wayans. I, I, I'll, uh... I, I'm, I was, this is my guess, and you can throw it out afterwards, Chris. I'm thinking probably Marlon. I would think Damon. I was thinking Damon also. All right, he's going with Damon. I'm going to go B, Damon Wayans. <laughs> it was C, Marlon Wayans. Oh, I don't know why I thought Marlon, but for some reason. 
Well, take your advice next time. All right, here we go, Chris. Here's your next one. I like. I really like this game. I don't know why this fascinates me. Here we go. True or false? James Kahn was considered for the lead of the boxing classic Rocky. Ooh. Um, I'll have to say false. Yeah, that was yeah. all Stallone. Yeah, that was Stallone his... wrote it, directed it, and wanted to start. That that was one of his things. It was hard for him to get it made because he wanted all those things. Right. Well, Robert Redford almost got that. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Oh, that's probably be, and that's why he kept fighting yeah. so that he could do it. Yeah. What a crap idea that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, Chris. You get this one right. You're a winner. The Italian right. sounding with blonde hair. <laughs> uh, true or false? Al Pacino was considered for the role of Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop. I would have to say false on that. Oh. Are you kidding? No. It just doesn't seem right. No. Like Eddie Murphy roles are just seem like they're just built for Eddie Murphy. Only he can do it. I bet Dana Carvey could do him. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Iron Mansion, he would have been perfect for. Yeah, you got to think about that, too. You know, when it comes down to it, of is there anybody else you could. It would just. It would be taken in a. It would be a different movie. Yeah. Now, do you think it's because it's a racial thing? I think there's just some actors where you just expect certain comedy, and he just made it his own. And Al Pacino, yeah. As Axel Foley from Detroit? He would have had no humor. There would have been nothing. It just would have been straight. Mm-hmm. A lot of yelling, too. I-, I couldn't imagine Axel Foley being out. I'm sure it would have been a different name. Yeah. I'm, I- Axel I think, Rose. I think he would have been good at maybe like the uh, the commanding officer type Instead thing. of Nick Nolte. Or, or, oh, okay. But I'm thinking 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to Ian in Apopka. You ready, Ian? Yes, sir. How are you doing? All right. Be a winner, my friend. Here we go. All right, true or false, Jamie Foxx's role as Stephen Willie Beeman was originally offered to Jay-Z, but was withdrawn when they found out he was not a good enough athlete. What is that, from Another Given Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Any given Sunday. Or any given Sunday. Uh, I'm going to go false. Good job. That is false. Um, Hey, real fast. Hold on a second, Ian. So I'm watching... Uh, Malcolm X today, because it's r- making its run through HBO. To me, it's one of the greatest movies ever. And I'm just thinking to myself, how does Denzel not win for Malcolm X? How does he win for Training Day? Because he got not- skipped over for Malcolm X? And not Malcolm X. That is just one of maybe... like Because right now, the whole thing is the biopic. So, you know, you had... What's his name with Johnny Cash this year? Joaquin Phoenix. Last year, it was Jamie Foxx with Ray. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if anyone has ever done it better, looks-wise, performance-wise, than than um, Denzel with Malcolm X. You'll notice a lot of times people get passed over for stuff, and they uh, the, the Academy feels like they need to do a make good. And so they, he wins for Training Day, and not Malcolm. Just an awful, awful travesty. It's a fantastic movie. All right, here's your second one, Ian. Or Ian. Which director backed out of Dune after six months of preparation? A. Ridley Scott. B. Steven Spielberg, C. John Singleton, or D. Oliver Stone. Dune or Doom? Dune. Dune. What's Dune? Uh, I'm gonna go D on this one. Is that two we got wrong? No, we got the first one right. Oh, you did get the. All right, sorry about that. I didn't want to. All right, here's your last one. Right, oh, what was the correct answer? I'm sorry. It was uh, Ridley, Ridley Scott. Scott. Ridley Scott. His okay. brother died. All right, here we go. True or false, Rosie O'Donnell was given the part of Sheila in the movie Exit to Eden after Sharon Stone turned it down. I'm 
family go true. You're yes. a winner. Hold on. I do remember that. Wow, that's like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do remember that uh, when it came out. It was supposed to go to Sharon Stone, and somehow you went from Sharon Stone to Rosie O'Donnell. Another hot chick. And which one? Which movie was this? Exit to Eden. You know, the one where oh. she's a do- oh. uh, uh, what, undercover officer at yeah. like a uh, dominatrix type uh, getaway island. She surprisingly had a great ass. I can't even say it was really <laughs> getting through laughing. The, are you serious about that? No. I couldn't get through it without laughing at it. Our, uh, our buddy, the water boy, who sees a lot of movies, says that, you know, Denzel has done a lot of great movies. He's one of those guys, I'll go see all of his movies. He's got this new one coming out. I'm mm-hmm. going to go see it. It looks good. Wayne's World 4 as Garth. Oh. Woody? Yeah. Oh, the other guy. Yeah, who cares about Denzel him? Washington. Yeah, Dan You Carvey. still stuck on Carvey? <laughs> He's great. And Erica, so, uh, sweet Erica says, you have to read the autobiography of Malcolm X by Alex Haley. What was one that of the last book's ever written? What was that last movie Dan Carvey was in? Man, Man of the Universe. Was it Master of the Universe? Yeah, or, I think. Or was it Man of a Thousand Faces or something? I, I can't remember. It, what was, it was genius, whatever it was. <laughs> All right, let's go to Dave. Great. Dave, you're next up. You ready? Read did, my lips. He did a great job in uh, right, in moving with, what's his name, uh, Richard Pryor. And King Kong Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go, Dave. You ready? <laughs> Love that movie. Yes, All right, here we go. Moving to Idaho. True or false, Morgan Freeman was set to play Alonzo Harris, Denzel Washington's character in Training Day. True. Nah, there's no. I, he just he was too old. I think I couldn't yeah. see him doing yeah. that one. Freckly cop. Um, all right. cop. Yeah, cop. Yeah, he didn't cop. say cop. All right, here we go, Dave. It's here's, a your, here's your second <laughs> chance. Uh, of these Hollywood sweethearts, which of them was the first choice to play the lead in Million Dollar Baby? A. Julia Roberts. B. Catherine Zeta-Jones. C. Reese Witherspoon. Or D. Sandra Bullock. I I'm gonna no nah, I don't know I would say D Sandra Bullock because she looks the most manly, but um that's just based on the she other. She was one great here. on SNL though. All right here we go Dave what do you think? <laughs> I gotta try Julia Roberts. I'm sorry Dave. It was D Sandra Bullock. Yeah. It was. Nice. That makes sense. I should be a casting director. Uh, how many more do you have left? Two more. Uh, let's just play amongst ourselves because we went through our five contestants. All right, what do you got? Okay, true or false? Conway Twitty was given the was given the lead. You can't make it through. Conway Twitty? Yeah. Conway Twitty. Conway Twitty was given the lead in an officer and a gentleman, but turned it down because he didn't like the script. I don't know. I wish you could read without giggling, Horatio. Jimmy, to you. True or false? False. Yeah, actually, you look more like Jimmy Fallon than Horatio Sands, right? He's almost given to John Denver. Uh, and what's the last one? True or false, Vince Vaughn turned down the role of Donnie in Donnie Darko because he didn't like the idea of playing a 16-year-old. True. False. It's true. How'd you know that one, Tommy? I don't know why. I just remember that that sounded very familiar. That's kind of, that, that would be an odd casting for that. He doesn't look... 16. He looks 40. Yeah. I mean, oh, well, here's the thing, though. In Swingers, he does, I mean, that's forever ago, he but looked, he does, I thought he looked, he looked very young. Yeah, he looked 20s. Yeah. But I, I don't think right. he could ever play a 16-year-old. Right. Even when he was 16 with that big head. And he's 6'5", and so he, he tends mm-hmm. to tower over everybody. Yeah, I mean, he looks older no matter what. All right, now I got the, uh... 
Right, what's that guy's name from the Karate Kid? All right, I got it right here. The Martin sensei. Cove. Okay, Martin Cove. What were what are some of the other things he's done um, that I would maybe recognize? Because I you, recognize there's him. only one other thing that you would recognize him from, which is Karate Kid, of course, and Karate Kid Two, and all those. But he was also in Rambo: First Blood Part Two. That's probably it. Now he did play uh, some roles in Murder She Wrote. Nice. Higher Ground, Steel Justice. President's Target, Hard Time on Planet Earth, White Light, uh, Shadow Chaser, Outfit, Future Shock. Was he in The Outsiders? No. Well, what year did Outsiders come out? I don't think so. 85? Oh, yeah. No. Hold on. Dave has something. Dave and Maitland, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dave? Oh, Vince Vaughn played somebody young in Rudy. He was one of the football players, one of the main guys. Oh, yeah, you're right. He looked like a little kid. It's been so long since I've seen that, I don't even recall. He was the wide receiver. It was like number 48 or something like that. Okay. Yeah, so like number 11, I think. You know the numbers. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Um, Now he, 2006, he placed Sheriff Jones in Chinaman's Chance. Well, he's on his way up. Martin Cove. (laughs) Glass Trap in 2005 played Corrigan. I Miracle guess, on Sage Street. I, I don't care. The great thing is, I do remember from a war movie, I thought it was more of Commando, but I guess Rambo 2, same thing. Well, he was in Alien Lockdown in 2004. All right, let's take a break and come back. You don't want to hear about Devil's Night? It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Oh. No. Coming up next on The Hideout. He was, he was in Gentle Ben, a UK show. Uh, Dubs... Let's talk to Gibbs next. He has a stunt that he has to do Thursday night during the free throw shooting contest. We'll reset what that is, the shaving of his entire body. Mm -hmm. But he has come up with an alternative that he'd like to run past us. Okay? We'll take a break, come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Hey, congratulations to Paul Gore of Orlando. He's qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HDTV. DLP Technology brought to you by Texas Instruments. Getting you qualified at a quarter past the hour for that thing. There's a picture of it on the hideout page on RoadRadio.fm. Next qualification, one more tonight at 10.15. So hang tight. That is maybe uh, it's basically a $3,500 television that we're giving away to you. Very nice. One of the biggest and baddest there is. Thank you to CompUSA for that. Hey, real fast, let's check in with some news headlines. So Gary the Prophet, so Gary! Good evening, how are you, how are you gentlemen tonight? Fantastic, and you my friend? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. What's in the news? In the news, uh, um, in the news today, uh, they, uh, caused some kids in the classroom in the school, uh, damaging their, um, their computers. Uh, what were what they kind do- of kids? Were they putting, uh, magnets on the screens, or what happened? Magnets on the screens. Hmm. Is that what happened? Were they hitting them with baseball bats? They had a baseball bat, but they uh, they they uh, didn't use the baseball bat for nothing. Were they spitting in the keyboard? Uh, yes, sir. Oh wow, so Gary. Uh, what kind of kids were they, so Gary? There's white kids. Mm. Of course, whites no. just destroy everything. Well, that's understandable. Uh, so Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday, my friend? Uh, well, uh, I'll be at the New Hope New New Hope uh, Poverty Baptist Church mm-hmm. on the. Uh, Story Road in Woodland Garden at 10.30. The dinner of trouble one of the public spotted every Baptist pastor. All right there, Sir Gary. Have a good evening. I think his Thanks. teleprompter was skipping. Yeah. 
Well, he has a new uh, new gig. It takes a little while to get used to it. I know. All right, Dubs. He's usually smooth. This Thursday mm-hmm. is the free throw shooting contest. Yes. For the trip to the Final Four airfare, hotel, tickets to the games, $500 in spending cash. It's an indie this year. March Madness is well underway. And we're giving this out to the person who wins in our bracket-style tournament, the free throw shooting contest. Also in that, we have Chunks versus your chick in a one-on-one basketball. Yes. 21. And... If Chunks wins, we will not read that angry letter that he wrote about Tommy that was found on his computer by my chick. If Krista wins, we read the letter, which included phrases like self-absorbed and he probably blanked one, referring to a guy's penis. A homosexual phrase. We will read that Friday during the open door. Okay, so there's big stakes up on the line. Now, I forgot that last Thursday night, mm-hmm. Gibbs was supposed to be in the, to do the show. He was out spring breaking with his underage girlfriends and locked his keys in his car in Daytona. We gave him to get back to the show before the end of the show, before the end of the out music. Otherwise, he would have to shave his body, like, completely, yeah, head completely to bald. toe. Everywhere. Everything goes. He's got a big mop head. He's working on a little beard. Those eyebrows. He would be powder. Okay? Hopefully he gets struck by lightning in the end. I told him, though, that he could come up with an out if he wanted to. He's come up with an out? He came into the uh, studio a couple breaks back and Mm -hmm. said that he had an idea. So (laughs) I said, don't even tell me about it. I want you to tell me on the air. He goes, it would be great because it'll look good with people. Like, it'll look good. Yeah. It'll it'll be fun Thursday during the big free throw shooting contest downstairs here at the Clear Channel Compound. Come on out. We will have some slots open to give away to people who show up. We should also talk about when we want everything to get started. When I think Krista and Chunk should play at 7.30 after the Headlines game show. Yeah, that's that's the information I gave her, so that's when we're going to be ready for it. Very good. All right, Gibbs, what is your replacement stunt for getting shaved from head to toe? He's going to help Schneider clean the whole building. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Somebody should do some sort of a Photoshop on (laughs) hideoutheretics.net. Tommy's dying back there. It's funny, though. It is. It's a great one-day-at-a-time joke. (laughs) Not enough of those. (laughs) Okay, Gibbs, what's your idea? Well... The other day, Tommy. <laughs> laughing. The other day, Tommy. Uh, I believe it was Tommy referred to me as a worthless piece of trash. Mm-hmm. I think that was something. To well, that it was, uh, no yeah. truer words have been said. He was just repeating what Catherine Brown, the program director, said about you. <laughs> oh God, that hurt. That hurt. Um, but then, so I was walking to my Jeep that night, thinking mm-hmm. about it, and I saw the dumpster, and I was like, well. Might as well make use of it. So I've decided, decided that, to live in it. <laughs> I wish. Close. Um, I'm going to see if I can try to get a hold of one of those trampolines, the workout trampolines. And um, in my underwear, if you'd like, I will. <laughs> no, I don't. All right. Uh, I will I, I will run and, and jump off of that trampoline into the dumpster. And um, 
I guess I'll, I, I could stay in there for a while. If that doesn't equal shaving your body. So let me let me see. Your idea was to open up the dumpster here in the uh, Clear Channel compound. Yes. And jump into it with a trampoline. Yes. Are there going to be snakes and spiders in there? Are there going to be nails, broken bottles? I have no idea. What's a dude? Like. Midgets? I know here's what I'd like, but it's not all. Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> I and Waterboy brings Waterboy read my mind. Waterboy read my mind. He goes, "Could we all go into the restroom? Go to the restroom into it." <sighs> now here's the only problem: that would be going outdoors, and it's not our dumpster. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would say yes. And why give him a treat? <laughs> all right, how about this? How about we get a kiddie pool? And we all use it. And then you jump into that uh, off of your little oh, precious trampoline. I have a better idea. Okay. We're just brainstorming. If you have an idea. Yeah, this, to is, help, more, this is more of a brainstorm. To help than, uh, Gibbs out. Shut up, brainless. 407-916-1041, right, everybody, uh, let me go in there. I'd like to go in there. How about a uh, poo-poo and pee-pee crocodile mile? Where at the end, you know, there's that little, oh. uh, he slides down and, uh, and uh, <laughs> That's the... That is... Uh, if we come up with another idea, I mean, if you want to call to come up with an idea, we'll give you a slot in the free throw shooting contest. I gotta say, the crock-a-duty mile... <laughs> Crocodile mile <laughs> is fantastic. How are we gonna get it? I here's the problem. Yeah, there's some health issues in there. That... No, I'm not even worried about the health issues. They're leery enough about us doing this downstairs in this quote unquote precious building. <laughs> I just don't know how they're gonna allow that. However, someone, someone needs to write this idea down and set it aside for a future punishment. I think anything having to do having to do with the crocodile mile will work for me. Cause I haven't seen one of those in years. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. You take a slide, you go for a ride. <laughs> yeah, slip and uh, slip and slide with the big pool at the end. There was a crocodile mile. What else was there? There's well, a few of them. Maybe the big pool at the end could be the retaining uh, <laughs> the retention pond. Retention pond. There's a hill that goes into it. All right, Junior Heretic Yoda says, would putting him in a garbage can and rolling him down a hill be okay? I wish. Yeah, we have to get these passed by corporate and everything. Legal. Hmm. Let's go to Josh in Orlando. What do you have, Josh? Okay, um, my idea would be to actually get a porta potty or a porta john mm-hmm. and sit out there all day during the entire Thursday night free-for-all. Oh. Let everybody use it all day, make sure chunks, make sure everybody gives in it. The end of the night, put them in there and dump it upside down in the dumpster. Oh, oh you're, you're horrid. I, again, that's another one. I just don't know if we could do it, but I like your thinking. You're on the right track. Kevin Conrad here in the hideout on Rural Radio. How about you guys just kill him? Why don't you pull each leg hair out one by one and stomp it on his head and on his hands and kick him in the ribs? 
That's not the Kevin. Big head deflates. That's not the Kevin Conrad we worked with. Kevin Conrad from uh, somewhere in Michigan. Out. (laughs) (laughs) Where did that come from? How did he know that? I don't know. I mean, Tommy knows things. How did Conrad know to call? (laughs) That's not scary. Um, Chris and Searing are in the hideout. What's up, Chris? Hey, um, you you should put him in a bag. Ooh, sunspot. Oh, that sounded awful. I hope he's not dead. See, that's where we differ. <laughs> Probably. That's why I'm the heart of the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, because I have one. Coming up next, up next, up next on the hideout. I will take a couple more ideas for punishments. Instead of the shaving from the head to toe. Got to be realistic. If it's something we like, we'll put you in the free throw shooting contest. Come out here and enjoy it live Thursday night. Possibly win that all-inclusive trip. Everyone who gets in, by the way, gets a gift card from Play It Against Sports. Mm-hmm. It's a hideout road radio, 104.1. All right, 407 As it stands now, Thursday night during the free throw shooting contest, Gibbs will have to get his entire body shaved head to toe. Eyebrows, underarms, hair, knuckles, all of it will be uh, taken off. Or he can come up with an alternative. Right now, the alternative, um, the best one, we legitimately, I don't think we could do outside. If we were anywhere else, sure. Dave Wellington, you're in the hideout of Roll Radio. Hey, boy, what is going on? How do you... Radio's Wellington here. How do you know this? I think me and Karen should have a little fun with Gibbs on Thursday. It's just Wellington, but that is crazy. Hey, don't don't talk talk to me, bitch. I'll smack you. Okay. Oh, my God. How does that happen? How is, it, how is it a blast from the past? Streaming online. They can listen. All our former co-workers. Yeah, we are heard around the country. World. For Hello, some reason, world. For some reason, I like that bit, though. Or, I mean, those calls. Uh, Tracy and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout. What's up, Tracy? Hey, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. I say you still shave his eyebrows because he'll look freaky anyway. That's true. But um, making me a bunch of hot wings, like really hot wings. Mm-hmm. And then they can have a drink a glass of iced tea or a glass of tea or something with a couple drops of Visine. Oh, wow. That would, that would be <laughs> horrific. Thank you, Tracy. Well, wouldn't well, that kill me, Visine? No, it just gives you the runs. Like Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. All right. Stab actually has something pretty funny. Just shave half of them right down the middle. <laughs> He does have another job he has to go to, though. That's the only problem. Shane in Orlando, what's your idea? I'd say, uh, like, right after the, uh, the the basketball little tournament, I'd say give him a prostate exam in front of everyone. <laughs> How about, like, Katie Couric and you just get tested for the ass cancer? <laughs> um, thank you, Shane. Again, legalities mm-hmm. of giving an intern a prostate exam on the air. If we were shock jocks... Shock jock. Maybe. No gloves. Shock jock. No lube. <laughs> no instruments. Just. Who needs them? I got my own. <laughs> I come equipped. Jonathan Leesburg, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I was thinking of a human toilet paper roll. Wrap him in cellophane and then wrap him in gauze. Use the porta potty thing and hide him like behind a shower curtain and then let everybody wipe themselves on him. 
That's oh. incredibly. All right, dude. I write that down for something later, but I don't. Again, I don't think we could do it. But dude, you're a genius. Thank you, Jonathan. You started that before. You just don't think of that just right off the top of your head. That does happen from somewhere. <laughs> or the idea. Sean in Orlando, what do you got, Sean? Hey, all right, maybe if the problem is he doesn't want to shave his head, why don't you hot wax him his body besides his head? That way we get get him to scream a little bit downstairs and do it slowly. All right, here's the thing. If we do shave him, and thank you, Sean, if we do shave him, we're definitely going to use all of the means we have. Mm-hmm. There will be some waxing. There will be some shaving. Whatever we can do. Ty Ty the nighttime guy, you're in the hideout. Hey guys, what's going on? Hey, how about Radio's Welling and I give the kids bottom a swelling? Okay, thank you, uh, Ty Ty the nighttime guy. Again from Lansing's New Rock 92 on the Edge. Why are they so effeminate? Because they they were. Oh. So, hey, I, I just want Gibbs to sit there and think about something. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you do when you see a crocodile? You slide, you hit the ramp, and take a dive. Super Crocodile Mile Water Slide, with that giant splashdown pool, and the awesome rocket ramp that sends you flying. But watch out for the crocs. Wow. <laughs> Here we go. Hit the ramp and take a dive. Joe in Orlando. Hey, how you doing, Eva? Hey, buddy. Hey, go ahead and uh, tie him up to the pole of the uh, basketball net there, and uh, and they're going to be throwing free throws all night, and they're going to be punking him to death. All right, you know what? That is kind of funny if we tie him underneath, and he is the all-time ball boy. Thank That's you, right. Joe. Appreciate it. I still like shaving him to look like powder. All right, Dubs, I think that's what we're going to have to stick with. Just shaving him? You know, it's hard to top that one because that one is longer standing. You know, he'll be dealing with it for a while. And we're not hurting him because his alternative idea was jump into a dumpster with a trampoline. Like somehow that's worthy. It's edgy. How about he uses his neck to, like, hang from the uh, basketball hoop for three hours? Nice. Like with a stocking wrapped around his throat. Okay, maybe like a or a, or a rope. Yeah, just some kind of very. He can hold his breath durable. three hours. Mm-hmm. Michael Hutchins type thing. All right, now here's what we need to do. We just need to come up with all the different ways that we can remove the hair. Chris in Orlando, what do you got? Hey guys, how y'all doing? All right, brother. All right, man. Happy. How about we get them? Uh... Get him out there in front of everybody. Get a big roll of duct tape and just start ripping it off one by one. Pain, baby. All right, here's the thing. It's definitely gonna hurt him. Mm-hmm. Here's what I like. Here's what could be kind of funny. Kind of taking the whole human toilet paper thing, mm-hmm. where we get duct tape and we wrap his entire body. You know, with him not naked, maybe you can have like you know a speedo on. Egg. Yum. And we wrap his entire body with the duct tape and then just continue to peel it off. Oh, that would hurt. Remember like in Major League where you peel off a portion mm-hmm. every time someone makes a free throw? <laughs> that could be fun. 
What? Psychedelic here in the hideout on Real Radio. Yo, yo, yo. How about you let me beat that little bitch's ass? I'm a thug, dude. I'll kill him. All right, Psychedelic also from Lansing's New Rock. Hey, I'm not one of those big homos that work there. All right. I'm a thug. White trash power forever. Thank you, Psychedelic. (laughs) Beyond the paradox. <laughs> yeah. Stupid radio names. And then you got to think, yeah, we have these buddies who are in Orlando, Al Jefe, and J Dubs. <laughs> We're just as stupid with our names. All right, thank you for everybody for the ideas. Gibbs, you got 24 hours to come up with an alternative, otherwise, you get in shape from head to toe like powder. All right. You got any other things floating through that ginormous head? Yeah, but... Go ahead, uh, throw them out there. This is brainstorming time. Uh, they all had to do with the dumpster, though. Why? What is it with the dumpster? I don't know, because Tommy called Thinking me, about your mom? What? <laughs> <laughs> it smells the same. Where did that come from? No, uh, nah, nah, I don't know. I'll think of something. Releases about just as much waste. <laughs> I wish we were on satellite so I could say what I really wanted to say with yeah. her in a dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going. Uh-huh. We all know. <laughs> Oh, all right, Fidel. Fidel, you're in the hideout. I'll come to his house and kill him. Oh, okay, give thank- me a job, please. I need money. Former <laughs> producer of the hideout. Love your rage cage. Well, take you, Frank. It's the hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the hideout. J Dubs. I'm El Jefe. Matt Albert. Chunks. Tommy. Gibbs. A lot of old friends checking in tonight too. The wonderful and talented massage therapist Kimmy here. Mm-hmm. Came in and worked on my calves. Forgot about the rest of my body. That's all right. That's fine. Um, 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Just real fast, hello to my little brothers who are now hooked on the show, listening to it on RuralRadio.fm. You're welcome. <laughs> and... Are you happy about that? Yeah, it's fine. Uh... Chub Rock wants to wants me to kick out a meow to Matt. <laughs> oh, we're doing shout outs. <laughs> and uh I asked them if they missed me. No. And they said sadly yes. Do they miss me? <laughs> it was good having them around. I missed them. It was it was just good being a big brother, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Trying to get back into their lives. Do you miss the farting? I do. <laughs> the camaraderie. Um all right, J Dubs. So let me ask you, would you be offended? Okay. I'll just kind of read the story to you, and you decide if this is just an odd thing. If you were dating Eva Longoria, Mm -hmm. would you be upset if she revealed that you were not exactly the most experienced guy when it comes to sex? Or that she had to teach you how to do everything? No. No. That wouldn't offend, like, if you, that she kind of put it out there that you weren't very experienced and that she had to kind of let you know what to do with a woman's body? I think if, uh, if she said that I wasn't experienced at all, I'd be offended. But if I didn't know how to work her buttons correctly, <laughs> you know, I think, I think a girl, it's important that a girl will point that out. And, uh, so you can, do it right. No, I agree that there needs to be communication when it ha- when it comes to sex. And if you're stinking the room up, or if she is, uh, 
I think uh, you guys both should know about it. But here's what she told Allure magazine about mm-hmm. her uh, basketball boyfriend, Tony Parker of the Spurs. He's only been with one other person in his life. He's very sweet. I'm the experienced one. I'm the teacher, especially about love. Uh, but you know that going into it, though. If you've only been with one person, and I, I think that, uh, you know, you you expect when you find a new person to learn a few more things, and, it, you know, she's probably been with more than one other person, so she has a lot to teach. A wealth of knowledge. A plethora. <laughs> but let's say she went out and just kind of put that out there publicly. That would Publicly kind of sucks, but, you know, I think I admire her for it. You know, I like it when people are out there being honest about stuff instead of saying, oh, it's great. And then he's going to read it and say, oh, maybe everything is pretty good. Again, I don't mind teaching someone what you like in bed. But they're just kind of throwing it out there of, hey, he was only with one girl before me, so I have to teach teach him everything. And he's in the NBA. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to hurt the ego a little bit. And he's a French guy. There's probably a little pride there. He's a and he's a star. I mean, he's one of the best guards in the league. Not one person before her. I don't really believe that. You know, he only knows how to box out one way. Uh, who typed that to you? No I know, one. I know you. I know you know nothing about basketball. You can come over here and look. No Ooh. one. Banging the boards. <laughs> um. Oh, real fast, speaking of the Spurs, she also claims that... She sleep with all of them? <laughs> well, actually, she says that they're they're actually sophisticated guys compared to the rest of the NBA players, especially Tony Parker because of his European upbringing. That's funny that she can comment on all the, uh, the NBA players like she's been around the NBA block. Hey, what? She claims block. Oh. She claims that Parker and his fellow teammates aren't into the groupie scene and the flashy jewelry because most of them weren't born in America. Seven of the thirteen Spurs are foreign, so they don't have that whole American thing of bling cars, MTV cribs, and hoes. Now, fun stuff. Yeah. Now let me ask you: Is that an American thing or is that a human thing? The bling and the hoes. I think that's a man thing. See, that's what I would assume, too. You, you see it all over the country, don't you? I mean, all over the world, don't you, with uh, societies like ours? I think uh, if you go to England, you get the same thing. Well, look at these sheiks. You know, these rich guys in the, over in the Middle East. It's all cars, mm-hmm. women, ponting, and vehicles. That's what men live for. <laughs> yeah. Some of the best cars come from Europe. Uh and Italians, Italians and French are known for having, you know, mistresses. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that stuff. Just they love expensive, like paintings and art. All that's bling. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. The other thing, well, the other thing, I'll tease you with next. But we haven't done it. Let's do a Hey Hideout. We'll give out prizes to good callers. Hey Hideout, your unscreened phone calls. Uh, whatever you want to talk about that we can comment on next on Real Radio 104.1. All right, 407-916-1041, 888 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. 
Got some calls on the board. We will get to you. Plus, uh, whoever else hops in, good calls get prizes. Dana in Orlando, you're first up. Ladies first. What you got? Chopping buckle She's chopping buckle law. What is that? I don't know. Dana Carvey. Oh. <laughs> Greatest call ever. <laughs> Kidding me. Sad that I know that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm glad someone knew that. And I like how Gibbs puts up chick so that she can move to the front of the line. Jay Christ in heaven, you're in the hideout. What's up, buddy? Hey, hideout. Um, hey, I got a little bit of beef with J Dubs. Good. Why? I do too. I have a number of reasons, but what are yours? Well, mine may not be a good reason, but for those out there in Radio Land who have their fingers far from the pole to the hideout, J Dubs has asked the heretics if they would help him in some vigilantes throughout Orlando. The first one being distributing flyers, advertising your mm -hmm. great show. The Ocu uh, Operation Occupy Orlando. Yes. In mission two, he asked for more volunteers, yes. which I gladly accepted. However, I have yet to hear back from him. Am I not good enough, J-Dub? I call your show. I post on hideoutheritage.net. <laughs> I, I thought for sure I got back to you. This is a, a select thing for uh, select heretics, and yes, I I do have you on the list. I thought I got back to you. I do have a running list uh, at home, and I do have you on that list. All right, Jake oh, Christ, so look I, for that. Okay. Well, I'm bye. sorry. Thank you, bye, man. Bye. And we appreciate you wanting to be somebody. <laughs> Let's go to Jamie in Melbourne. What's up, Jamie? How you doing? So hold on a second. I need to drink the Jaeger bomb real fast. Hold on. Hey. Jaeger bomb, nice. Yeah, Classic. Uh, I got a problem. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe you guys can help me out. I don't sure. know. I doubt any of you guys have had herpes before. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, before, don't be so presumptuous. I like how it's before as opposed to, you know, like you got rid of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so judging by those commercials that you see on TV, sometimes it goes away. Well, yeah, then you can kayak. All right, right now. <laughs> rock, rock climb. <laughs> Here's the deal. Um, I don't know if this is razor burn or if this is herpes. All right. Uh, do you, are you prone to razor burn? Um, well, um, I have been using disposable razors lately because mm -hmm. I lost my other razor, and I don't know. First um, of all, hold on. Go spend the 12 bucks to get a Mach 3 or whatever it is instead of the 3 bucks to get disposable razors. I'll tell you what. If you're using it down there. I'll tell you what. What I do, and it's recommended on the bottle not to, but I use the cream, the hair removal cream. Jesus. Does that work? It works, and it comes. What is it, what is it called? Nads? No, not nads. Uh, there's this other kind. I love I'll, that infomercial, though. Yeah, I'll, 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 nads. All right, calm down. Stop. Yeah, what's that? Twelve Jaeger bombs. Calm down, son. Email me. I'll when I get home. I'll look it up uh, in my my cupboard. But it comes with this like little plastic razor thing. You leave it on for three minutes, and it comes off like uh, like nothing. All right, let me ask you this. Like, okay, okay. If you do have herpes, are you seeing somebody? Yeah. All right. Do you think that they gave it to you? Um. Well. Or just another random. I'm not seeing one person. I'm seeing mm. like six. That's Bragger. <laughs> huh? Bragger. Well, in that community, it's acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Whatever. Um. So. I, what are the bumps do? What do you mean? What are you supposed to do? No. What do the bumps do? Like, what do they look like? I don't, I've never had it. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I'm sure one of your interns does. Lick some doorknobs. I, who here has herpes? Anybody? Anybody? Okay, no one's raising their hand. Mm. Oh, go online and look up our right, dubs. No, I'm, I'm trying because I've I've looked up these like uh, these bumps and everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, they 
they I can't really describe what they look. They just look like bumps. If you have bumps, you should go get them checked out. And just go to the doctor, dude. If I if I send a picture to you guys, you guys look. Please, at I, 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 I tell will, you what. Uh, look at it. And uh, as long as we have your permission to post it on hideoutheretics.net, yes. Okay, I'm gonna send you guys a picture of my cock. Oh, you can't say, you can't that, say that, <laughs> And for that, just He's send a, a Just go to chriscanyon.net. Or for Chris O'Donnell. Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I'm getting people uh, telling me it looks kind of like a cold sore when you get them. Who is that? So I know not to talk to them when I am. So I can Hank. S- <laughs> oh God, Hank money. Mm. <laughs> Does he like Ingve Malmsteen? That would be Hank. Now, get rid of uh, Jamie. I put him on hold, but... But send a picture. We'll post it. What's, look, you can't go begging for pictures of dudes as drunk. I'm not begging. I'm asking politely. <laughs> Requesting. Yes. Chris and Sebring, you're in the hideout. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, hideout. Unscreen phone calls and roll radio. What you got? Hey, um, I'm curious about a movie, um, Artificial Intelligence. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah, it came out, what, six years ago? Oh. Yeah. What about There's it? like a little kid in it. Mm-hmm. He's like an awesome actor. He did Six Sense and... Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. Is that you it? Know it? Yeah. Yeah, we know it. Haley Joel Osment. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey, we set on screen phone calls. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> I hated that movie, though. Yeah. It was so slow. I liked that phone call. Mm-hmm. It was slow, but it worked its way up. Yeah. So cool. Good punchline. Mm-hmm. Grizzle, I guess, in Deltona. Uh, yes. I have a message for everybody. Okay. Hey, see the Lord is good. Blesses the man who trusts in him. Mm-hmm. Fear the Lord. Mm-hmm. You're his saint. There is no want to those who fear him. Who is man who desires life and who loves many days that he may see good. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Now, do you enjoy yeah. the show? Are you... Oh, hold on. Yes. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open oh, to their cry. Mine the the Lord is against those who do evil and cut off the remembrance of them from earth. The righteous cry out, the Lord is near. And those who have a broken heart, save yourself. The government, the government is the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I like this chick. I don't know why, but I like you. Even though your radio's turned up in the, the background. The government is the enemy. Yes, we got you. That's in Corinthians. It's the government, I'm telling you. Uh, you know what? Hold on yeah, a second. No, You're a winner. So nice. I don't know. I, I want to give her a prize. I think she's kind of right. I want to give her herpes. <laughs> With that, all that religious talk? Hmm. You horny dubs? No. Really? I did it twice today. Damn. Like sex or no, yourself? myself. <laughs> You're one up on me, Dubs. <laughs> I'm going to catch up with you when I get home. <laughs> well, I'll pull away, though. <laughs> Literally. I, that's I'll just, drag race you. I'll sprint you. That's just I will be dressing up. <laughs> Seems like walking the door, pants coming off. I guess the Lord... Compelled me to give her a prize. Now that I think about it. The government is the... Uh, 
You know, when we get back, I do want to play this clip that was on Boston Legal. That I think really sums everything up pretty nicely. By the way, tell Grizzle all the information that we're getting for a prize we're going to send along to the government. CIA. FBI. NSA. I got HIV. I got family going all to, of it. <laughs> I got family going to work for the NSA. Yeah? It actually makes me feel good because she's a... She's brilliant. So I I feel a little bit safer. Yeah, because I, th- you, you, I think she's going to go. She she hasn't accepted the job yet. Because I know a lot of people who work in intelligence from high school are like in important type uh, army jobs. And from knowing them at high school, you don't feel that safe. Dude, I, I told you this before. I have two cousins who are Texas Tech dropouts mm-hmm. who are in intelligence, army intelligence. Well, I'm sure put together the weapons of mass destruction intelligence. Oh, boy. Texas Tech dropouts. I don't think there's anything sadder. A&M dropouts? A&M's a better school. Oh. I wish I could say the uh, contrary, <laughs> but no. A&M is a better school. Specs Howard dropouts? Ooh. They were bad. If you can't do that. <laughs> oh, there, there are people you, who couldn't. If you can't go through broadcasting school. There's man, some people who just couldn't hack it. Danny and Lakeland, you're in the hideout. Hey, hideout, unscreen phone calls. Are you there? Got it. Gibbs, you got to tell them to turn down the radio. The I o- do. The only thing that we ask is name, place, turn down your radio. You can hear it on the phone. Actually, you hear it without the delay on the phone, so it's mm-hmm. even better if someone accidentally curses. Yeah, you get a little in on the joke. Gary and Sanford here in the hideout. What's up, Gary? Hi, doll. This is Gary. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I have a message for everybody. I'd like to bow our heads. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Amen. All right, you're a winner. Brilliant. Gary gets it. Dubs, do you think you're ever going to uh, repent? Be a, I really doubt. Be a holy roller? No, because I tend to think critically. <laughs> Have you ever thought? Of, right, here's the other thing. I was like I said, I was watching Malcolm X today. Mm-hmm. Just a brilliant movie again. It just pisses me off that Denzel did not win. Was he even nominated? I don't, don't think know. so. Don't know. I go back and do a little research and see if we could. Somebody out there, please, on IMDb. When did Malcolm X come out? What year was that in the Oscars? And who was up for Best Actor? And how did he not win? So I'm watching this, this whole Malcolm X thing. And when he was in prison, that's when he started the whole Nation of Islam. That's how he began to get converted. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on, and he does his thing with the Nation of Islam. The biggest thing that I saw about that was that he never questioned authority. He never questioned the nation of Islam. He took it all as gospel, and he never questioned the honorable Elijah Muhammad. He just didn't. Because yeah. he, well, honestly, because he needed something to be a part of. So he never questions. And then finally, he begins to. Mm-hmm. I think it was after it was discovered that. The yeah. Honorable Elijah Muhammad was a womanizer. Yeah, he had a couple of kids by secretaries. Right, that whole thing. And so then he begins to go through his whole conversion and realizing what most people need to realize, that Islam is really 
not an hateful religion it's a you know like most if done properly it's a you know it can be a loving religion if you know if executed appropriately you went through his hajj and right you know, saw different colored muslims exactly yeah to, to mecca and the whole thing and that's one of the biggest things is that and i'm watching this and i'm seeing this is that he didn't question authority and that's when he was uh you know he was entertaining mm-hmm. but he was wrong and then he eventually went had the epiphany and it came to realize, and it just it fascinates me that just, just continuously to this day, how people refuse to question authority, be it their government, be it their their God. All right, Jimmy Jam has it. All right, you know what? This was a good one. Al Pacino, best actor, son of a woman, ninety-two. However, did he at least get nominated? Malcolm X. Because I know they have it in there. I'm sure they have it on the Oscars webpage. 1992. That was a good role, but even still, that I think about it, it's not better than Denzel Washington and Malcolm X. See, I just saw *Sin of a Woman*. I don't know, a few months ago, and I, it, it was, he did it really well. But Malcolm X is just strong. Now let all me the ask you: Do you think that we are jaded, or we see it from a different perspective because we're minorities, both of us being black men? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Okay, no, he was nominated. See? So, right, what are you bitching about? Here's who was up. You guys got, got a piece of the pie. I think that, because they, uh, Sin of Woman had a catchphrase. Hoo-ah. Yeah. That's why. Big-ass card number. Um, So, Jimmy Jam, thank you, Jimmy Jam, for coming through. Al Pacino, Sin of a Woman, Robert Downey Jr., Chaplin, Clint Eastwood, Unforgiven, Stephen Ray, The Crying Game. Denzel Washington, Malcolm X. All right, what a Good year. Yeah. What a year. Still, he got robbed. Because I've seen, I think, just about every one of those movies. And still, I think he was the best actor that year. Racial, man, racial. All right, let's take a break, come back. Let's give away, or at least attempt to give away a spot for the HD TV 52-inch from Mitsubishi that we have. Thanks to Texas Instruments and their DLP technology. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. When the weapons of mass destruction thing turned out not to be true, I expected the American people to rise up. They didn't. Then, when the Abu Ghraib torture thing surfaced, and it was revealed that our government participated in rendition, a practice where we kidnap people and turn them over to regimes who specialize in torture, I was sure then the American people would be heard from. We stood mute. Then came the news that we jailed thousands of so-called terrorist suspects, locked them up without the right to a trial or even the right to confront their accusers. Certainly, we would never stand for that. We did And now it's been discovered the executive branch has been conducting massive illegal domestic surveillance on its own citizens. You and me. And I at least consoled myself that finally, finally, the American people will have had enough. Evidently we haven't. In fact, if the people of this country have spoken the messages, we're okay with it all. Torture. Warrantless search and seizures, illegal wiretappings, prison without a fair trial, or any trial, war on false pretenses. We as a citizenry are apparently not offended. There are no demonstrations on college campuses. In fact, there's no clear indication that young people even seem to notice 
the Secret Service can now declare free speech zones to contain, control, and in effect, criminalize protest. Stop for a second and try to fathom that. At a presidential rally, parade, or appearance, if you have on a supportive t-shirt, you can be there. If you're wearing or carrying something in protest, you can be removed. This in the United States of America. This in the United States of America. And what I'm most sick and tired of is how every time somebody disagrees with how the government is running things, he or she is labeled un-American. Evidently, it's speech time. And speech in this country is free, you hack. Free for me, free for you. I object to government abusing its power to squash the constitutional freedoms of its citizenry. And God forbid anybody challenge it. They're smeared as being a heretic. Last night, I went to bed with a book. Not as much fun as a 29-year-old. But the book contained a speech by Adelaide Stevenson. The year was 1952. He said, the tragedy of our day is the climate of fear in which we live. And fear breeds repression. Too often, sinister threats to the Bill of Rights, to freedom of the mind, are concealed under the patriotic cloak of anti-communism. Today, it's the cloak of anti-terrorism. Here, here, I say. Welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. That's from Boston Legal. Found that on crooksandliars.com. What's everything with Boston? Boston Public, Boston Legal. It's the same guy, David E. Kelly. Boston Common. Uh, congratulations Red to Sox. Mahmoud Sharif of Rock Ledge. He's the latest qualifier for that television, 52-inch Mitsubishi. HDTV projection, DLP technology from Texas Instruments. Congratulations, my friend. Bruins. You're just not going to... Don't. Just list off. But you go back and you listen to that. Strangler. This gets me fired up. Damn it. Braves. Did you go see... (laughs) V for Vendetta yet? No, I have not gone see V for Vendetta yet. But I, I definitely want to check it out this weekend. I'm thinking, because the hype is even bigger on it this weekend than it was last weekend, it's going to be a tougher thing to get into. You think so? Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the problem. Americans don't like to watch movies or hear rants that necessarily point out the flaws with America. Have you noticed that's just like the real big thing that you can't even talk about the flaws well, that our society what. has? Here in Dude Nation, we go by the just the thought that we can't have flaws. We are Americans. Me and Mike Church, we have uh, we think on the same brain level. And I know None. Mike, I think Mike Church... Uh, had me all wrong before when he when he called out for his attack on the hideout. I'm with Dude Nation. I'm with King Dude. Here, here. No. Enough of that. Enough of you, my friend. I salute you, sir. My commanding officer, Mike Church, Admiral will be dude. firing off a letter to you. <laughs> One of the top ten. Chuck Jock. Chuck Jock. 
In the world. Yeah, I like how it's in the world. I guess that's one good thing that we're exporting as America shock jocks. <laughs> that is one of the real good things that we can do. Run our mouths. I'll tell you what, in Dude Nation... What is it with you and Dude Nation? You you signed up on his website or yes, what? <laughs> I actually am. And he is my wallpaper here in the... Uh, I saw that. Uh, we, we have a... a Code to live by. Swing first, apologize later. Shut up. I say. Don't apologize at all. Bully, bully. That that isn't the creed, though, is it? Of course. What else do you guys talk about in Dude Nation? Dude things. Trucks, guns, girls. Anything deuterific. NASCAR. Please. It's so 2003. What, NASCAR? With Dude Nation. Oh, you guys were ahead of the curve? Yeah. Now that it's mainstream, you're yeah. not interested? It was our own little sport. Been ripped away from Dude Nation. I'd love to see how many minorities are part of Dude Nation. Ah, <laughs> uh, as many as we allow. <laughs> True. It's like the Masters. It's like Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Bring Aaron? Bring my clubs, boy. Hey, I was just wondering, Nick, what about uh, Fight Club? That discusses and that talks about the society of America, doesn't it? In a way. Yeah, I think so, a little bit. Yeah, Actually, yeah, I think it does. It's a good. Most people didn't get that, though. No, not at all. They just said, hey, let's go beat each other up in the parking lot. That's what we should do. <laughs> you're right. Most people didn't get that message. I love a smart movie. That's the problem. You think that's the problem, though? Like, you think about it, too. They just had this, um, you did this. You did a study today of what was on daytime television. Yes, I did. Uh, there was a story out there of uh, people who watch daytime television and enjoy the soap operas and the daytime talk shows tend to do lower, uh, get lower grades on different tests of their IQ. So people who watch daytime television, the talk shows, and the soap operas, and think of them as some of their favorite shows, tend to have lower IQs than people who watch other things. Okay, so what was on daytime TV today, then? Well, this is what the genius American uh, housewives are watching. Ellen, uh, the charming Freddie Prince Jr., visits with Ellen to talk about his move from the big screen to the small screen with his sitcom, Freddie. And he well he is a uh, brilliant actor so I can understand that he, it's a big score for Alan. Chris Noth uh, chats about his return to Law and Order franchise. He is. Yeah, he's Mr. Uh, Mr. Big is back. He's on uh, on uh, uh, Criminal Cr- Intent. Yeah. He's uh, because Gomer Pot or whatever Private Pile uh, left the show. Private Pile left Criminal. I thought he was in Special Victims. He's no. in Special Victims Unit. No, he was in uh, Criminal Intent. The one on Sunday night. Yes. Oh, you know what? You're right. Okay. Tilting the head. <laughs> oh, one more question. It's so true. What is he going to do now? Uh, I think he's trying to jump to uh, movies now. Back into the movies. Are they going to have a reunion of Full Metal Jacket? He'd be uh, he perfect for that. He won't be involved because uh, he dies. Prequel. <laughs> Don't the, ruin it. It's been out since 87. The chick uh, has gone too off that show. Good. She, I hated her. Yeah. She was creepy. Yeah, she was very lezish. 
so Chris North uh, chats about his return to Law and Order. Uh, plus, Jamex kids perform and teach Ellen some hip hop dance moves, which is probably just the funniest thing in the world. Uh, everyone saw the video of Christy Yama- Yamaako's amazing cheerleading spirit. Now she shares her story with Ellen. Plus, Ellen gives her take on the remaining 11 American Idol contestants. So that was going on on Ellen. This is why they have lower IQs. Uh, On Live with Regis and Kelly, Joy Philbin returns as a guest host. What? Uh, From the hit show, The Shield, uh, Michael Chitlis, or whatever. Chitlins. Uh, (laughs) Don't be racist. He visits. Also, Denzel Washington stops by to fill us in on his new movie, Inside Man. I just want him to talk about Malcolm X. <laughs> uh, Montel Williams. Try My Life is the title of it. So uh, what would happen if your kids and the, if the kids and parents switched roles? I saw that. You watched that today? <laughs> yeah, saw part of it. I didn't know this show was still on. I thought it got canceled long ago. The Tony Danza show is still on the what? air. What? Uh, the great Henry Winkler visits with Tony. Uh, to from... talk about what? Ayo. The 70s? I don't know. <laughs> when they were relevant? Ayo, I like your hair. Hey. I, popular. Uh, I guess Maggie Malone was on, too. From the OC and... Maggie, the... you're grounded. <laughs> Rock show. From, from the OC and uh, the play Entertaining Mr. Sloan, actor Chris Carmack is here. And uh, musician. I like who is here, like you're the announcer. <laughs> that, you're the worst the... TV announcer since Stuttering John. <laughs> Have you uh, heard him lately on there? I don't He's watch. actually gotten better. I don't watch Leno. I watch just for the uh, first like two minutes before Letterman gets on, then I'll switch over to that. Uh, and musician John Pizzarelli performs for us. Tune in, please. <laughs> uh, on Oprah, anti-aging breakthroughs. Pearl cream. Oprah's anti-aging brainstorm. Uh, can her makeup artist Now, take... why are there lower IQs from people who watch this crap? Yeah, there's lower IQs. I can't... I, this all seems mind-stimulating. Uh, <laughs> On Oprah, the... Uh, th- this is actually kind of for the dudes. Can her makeup artist take years off his looks? Ooh. Stay tuned for the after. How did... Uh, how he did it and how you can too, plus uh, secrets that come straight from Raphael? Europe. How do they stay uh, looking younger and thinner than us? Hold on, because got... they aren't sitting there watching daytime TV. I got breaking news. Hmm. There will be a new Police Academy movie. <gasps> awesome. Starring Steve Gutenberg. Yes! Oh, yes. Most, how could it not? Most of the old cast. Noticeably absent. Tackleberry. Oh, well, no. He's dead. Died in 2001. So, CGI. Was he the big guy? Yeah, he was the gun guy. Mm-hmm. And oh. Also, I think the hot, Oh, the you big, know, dumb the white, white guy. guy? Oh, yeah. who was the big black guy? The, uh, Bubba Smith. Beatbox. Yeah, Bubba Smith. That's right. Um, Michael Winslow, I'm sure, will be in it. Uh, he lives here in it? Orlando. He might be kind of busy doing a um, duet with Bobby McFerrin. Or helicopter noises. Yeah, that's what the movie's going to be. I will take a break and come back. So, Dubs, maybe that's why people are dumber from daytime television. I didn't get to Dr. Phil yet. All right, well, let's do that next. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, if you go to local6.com, 
Again, we can't comment on what allegedly happened. Or didn't, or whatever. Yeah. However, there's a photo on there. <laughs> Very not- Brian Peppers-esque. Brian J. Garabo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm like, what is Brian Peppers doing in Central? Oh, wait, that's not Peppers. No comment, no comment. All shall be saved for later. Yeah, just turn your mic off, Matt. (laughs) I just thought it was Brian J. Peppers on the front of Local6.com. Hoo-ha. Uh, 407 <laughs> Very fine stuff. Thank you. All right, Dubs. You said you wanted to go over what was on Phil? Oh, yes. Dr. Phil. This all came from the story that uh, daytime TV tied to poor mental scores. Hold on a second. Brock's on the phone. Brock, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Brock. Hey, I want you guys to see my band's forearm and exit to Windsor. Uh, okay. Don't uh, forget, it's three men, one dream, filling all the holes. How's uh, it going, Hefe? Okay, Brock from 92 on the Edge in Lansing. What's going on, man? You guys still on? All right. <laughs> That's what was kind of funny. I remember that guy. He was kind of a fill-in guy at the station. Filling all the holes. He yes. was. Uh, yeah. He was. Yeah. He was a uh, he was a good jock. Mm-hmm. In an awful band. And which one? Forearm or Exit to Windsor? Whatever. And uh, when we left, he was in uh, what was that band? Uh, like the big the big band in uh, Lansing at the time. Uh, the Verve Pipe Stallion. No, <laughs> that was after Verve Pipe. Uh, they were signed for a brief second. Uh, I don't know. Who cares? The point is, I would badmouth his band on the air, and he called up threatening to kick my ass. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever, bro, your music sucks. What do you want? Why do I feel closer to Tommy for some reason? Like, somehow he knows our past. I mean, because he's screening the phone calls. I am? Yeah. Cheese face says hi. <laughs> All right, well, I'd rather not relive that one. <laughs> he wants to know if you want to jam. He's going to bring his acoustic in this uh, weekend. His leather fringe vest. 407-916-1041. Like he's part of Jesse and the Rippers tie-dye shirt. God. I built my own amplifier. But on Dr. Phil, let's get back to that. Yeah, real fast. More annoying people. Are you experiencing irritation overload from friends and loved ones? Does he or she uh, create a scene in public that may uh, by making uh, bad jokes or making you the butt of jokes? Dr. Phil has advice for dealing with pesky people. Is he really making a living doing this? Yes. Now he's part of that, what is it, uh, Match.com? Something like that. What? Whatever. He's not yeah. on VirtualPursuit.com like we are. Is he even he, married? You need a what? That's what? You haven't seen that commercial? Where the like, girl's checking out uh, all these like guys and everything in her head, and she's like, oh, you're, oh, you're still in, uh, looking for a guy? You have a, you have a great mind, you have great IQ, now you just need some guy IQ. Who better than Ken? 
Guy Q. Guy Q. That's his little tagline so that's for how, chicks. That's how chicks can know dudes. Yeah. yeah. Building up the Guy Q. <laughs> and he's like a 40 year old fat man that drives like a Porsche. It's not stereotypical at all. Fat white guy driving an expensive car. Yeah. He doesn't have his own issues. Yeah, he's not at all that typical. Mm-hmm. He's not the stereotype for a, whatchamacallit, midlife crisis. i got to stop looking at that local six, dude. <laughs> it's creeping me out thinking that that's under my bed. <laughs> Finally, you admit it. Well, I see it's real now. God, I hate that we can't talk about it. I, know, I, I'm like you. I want to turn off my mic. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Oh boy. Oh, there's so much I want to say. There's just so much I want to say. All right, let's take a break. Cool down. <laughs> Hold on. I just, we're just going to do a little something where I'm just going to be a little silence. No, why would you? What? No. Uh, no. <laughs> What's wrong, Tommy? No. Nothing. No, nothing. I'm always getting so nosy. Here's what we would have said. Here's a little silence and you fill in the blanks. Fill in the holes. Winter. Exit to Windsor. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coke with coffee. So what is it, like triple the caffeine? I guess so. When I first thought, I just thought they meant Sprite. Oh, uh, why be racist? Hey, come on. Why what the hell? Why be, uh, what? Coke black, Sprite, ass. Why just be, a pineapple or Canadian, whatever. You're so racist. Why? Yeah, pineapple. All right, Dubs. So here's a big one, Chunks. Why don't you take a look at this? Iran Supreme Leader okays direct U.S. talks. Yeah, I'm done with this Iran story. <laughs> what do you mean? You're, they're like the biggest thing. You're sick of them. He's past. Every day it's something else. Iran, Iraq. Iran, Iraq. Just trying to look for <laughs> something interesting. So we get these stories, which I even threw away already because I'm sick of you. Somebody else is going to have to be put in charge of uh, Hurt at First. It's a great idea, executed poorly by chunks. It's a slow news day. I no, ran. No, it's not at all. I mean, here's the other big thing that, I don't know, people will probably talk about tomorrow, too, but that President Bush essentially said we're staying in Iraq for years, at least through 08. Well, let's, let's wrap it up with course. some phone calls. Eddie in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Okay, guys, I got, like, a really big favor. Okay. Sure. Uh, I've been living here for two years, been listening to you guys and the Monsters and Shannon Burke. Awesome. Been a big fan of you guys. Well, I'm getting ready to move back to Gainesville, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And, like, the only thing I want to do is to be in, like, one extreme contest just on real radio because you guys, like, fueled me. You guys have, like, you know, given me inspiration on a lot of things. You want to, uh, you want to stunt? Well, I mean, I do it already, anyways. What do you What do you do? 
Um, I've taken paintballs point blank range. I've done the hottest yard, which isn't anything. I mean, I've done a whole hot bunch sauce of stupid use. crap. I tell you Three what, feet of hot sauce is nothing. Listen what kind guy. of hot sauce? Um, what I've been using is the Cholula stuff. No, you you, oh, you, puss. Yeah, Cholula's you nothing. Do, you got to do the uh, hot stuff, the stuff that uh, a drop on your tongue kills you. All right, hold on a second. All right, email me some ideas, Eddie, and I'll run them pi- past legal. Since you want to stunt, I'd love for you to stunt here in the hideout. All right? You'll probably have to sign away your life, but come up with something, and we'll see what we can do. All right? Yeah, we'll get you to be a part of something. All right, brother. All right, thanks, man. You bet. Email lhafay at wtks.com. Nicole in Orlando. <laughs> yes. What's up? How you, how you guys doing tonight? Not Fantastic. bad. Just about to end the show. What's up? Oh, um, nothing. I just want to say you guys sound totally hot over the air. Oh. Yeah, we are. You uh, sound like you're about no. 15, though. You should go look at the website. Again, hot. Yeah. And then, uh, and then realize that we're not. Oh, are you telling me you guys are ugly? Yeah, we're hideous. No. no. Not me. Oh, no, I looked at your pictures. You guys are hot. The ones with uh, the bars over our eyes? Yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. Well, what are you doing Friday? Yeah, right. I'm getting ready to walk into Liquid Cellar Bar and Bistro. Yeah? Friday. Where are you? I, I just, uh, university and stuff. How old are you? I am 21. How old nice. do I sound? Lies. No, uh, how old do I sound? 37. Really? Do I really? 15. I thought I thought she sounded very young. What do you look like? No, I swear to you. I swear to you. February 4th, 1985 is my birthday. Uh, what do you look like? Um, I'm all right. I, I, I hate talking about myself. Well, you can't talk about it's yourself. radio, honey. we got to paint mm-hmm. the picture. You a biggin? No, no, I'm not. How much you weigh? Uh, 125. Who do you look like that's famous? How tall are you? Jennifer Aniston, and I'm five foot seven. Yeah, sure. Oh. Okay, then why? I, I don't see. You wouldn't believe me if I told you that, and I told you that that's what I get told most like. All right, who, all right uh, how long have you been listening to the hideout? Uh, about, oh god, a couple uh, six months. Six months, nice. Yeah. Put your uh, phone deep in your mouth. <laughs> okay, let's, let's ready? hear what ready? it yeah. sounds like. All right, ready? Yeah. Right, that's that's awesome. the hottest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Please come in. All right. All right, hold on. I want to talk to you. We're going to invite you up so you can see how ugly we are in person. Hold on, talk to Gibbs. Gibbs, actually, Bateman, handle this. I hate when he tries to get girls up Yeah, there. get her MySpace or something. Hey, when do you want to come up to the station? <laughs> he already lost her. What? She's on the phone, but the f- she can't hear me. Oh, oh. God. Give it to Tommy. All right, let's get out of here. Jimmy Jam wants to know if she likes jam. Please. Beware of peppers. I guess he's reeling in Orlando. <laughs> it's on the front page of local6.com. <laughs> turn up my mic. Uh-oh. <laughs> peppers alert. Peppers attack. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's go. I know. I know. Hey, don't forget the free throw shooting contest Thursday night. All the information, realradio.fm. <laughs> Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg middays, Phillips fall in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody always talk good, and God bless Dude Nation. Question authority. And stay classy. We out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand.
Cubby's bad. Cubby's virgin. Beat it. Beat it. Beat it. Chuck Chuck. Shut up! Stop it, you win, you Five thousand. Shut up! Shut up! my hole. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on him hard. Step on him hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand. I. Five thousand.